Are you out of your damn mind? Baby, I need some action tonight. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Action Returns. This is episode 16. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nez. What's up? Yo, man, what's going on up there? Host, nothing's changed. Unfortunately, nothing's changed, but it's getting colder. That's that's not a good thing. Not a good thing for me. <laughs> yeah, I had to put my sweatshirt on uh, tonight at work, only for like one flight, and then I was like, man, it's hot. I took it off. <laughs> well, it was cold. Uh, I was sitting in this room when the AC was like full blast. I'd be, uh watching these movies. <laughs> so I was like, man, I went outside and I, oh, it was hot. So, but it's, we're at my house. We were up on a hill. It, uh, it seems cooler up here. So, but um, I have the window open right now. I'll probably shut it later on. But yeah, every, other than that, everything else is still, um, it is what it is still. Trying to be as safe as I can and dealing with some fucking idiot. Oh, it's another story, everyone. Uh, my grandson's deadbeat father, but uh, yeah. All you guys out there, man, take care of your kids. Work, take care of your kids. That's all we ask. Don't be, mm-hmm. dead. Don't be deadbeats and do nothing and expect everything. Anyway, again, that's another show. <laughs> uh before we get into these uh movies uh you uh ah, what was that i was gonna ask you oh you check out that new mel gibson trailer for fat man no i heard about it uh the thing the league of geeks were talking about it and they were saying that they weren't sure <laughs> on what it is what, what is it about i don't i don't even know what it is um well basically mel gibson is santa claus <laughs> and I guess a kid that he gave Cole to, it's like a like a shitty little rich kid. Like he gave Cole to, puts a hit out on him, and like basically it's an action movie. Oh okay. <laughs> and I don't know. It kind of looks fun. I I, I kind of I'm definitely gonna check it out. I I know you know everybody's feelings towards Mel Gibson, but I'm not I'm not watching it to support. Mel Gibson, so, but it looks fun. You know, he's got all these hitmen coming after him, and he's like armed, heavily armed, and looks so like it's uh, Santa Claus from the North Pole, not uh, a mall Santa. Nope, he's Santa Claus from the North Pole. All right, well, we'll have to do it then. Uh, <laughs> when does it come out? Uh, I think uh, neither. I think maybe late November. Early December. Let me double check. I should have had that pulled up. Fat Man release date is November thirteenth. It's just called Fat Man. Fat Man. And the poster is a angry-looking Mel Gibson and with a beard. All right. He don't look like uh, Santa Claus. But all right. <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. 
Oh my god. Um, <laughs> rated R. Bloody yeah. violence. Uh, okay, this doesn't look like he's up in the North Pole, but he's somewhere cold. Is that Mrs. Claus, the the black lady? Yeah. Okay. Jeez, I wonder I don't know if they... What There's no that? love for Santa. <laughs> They're shooting at him and everything. Okay. Um. All right. I'm. I'm with this. This looks. Oh, uh, what's his name from uh, the Shield? Uh, uh, Walton Goggins. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's produced by uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Okay. So is this a uh, action comedy or it's uh labeled as a dark comedy action film okay well all right man we're gonna have to cover this because this looks awesome yeah because i had a i had a whole thing in november where we were gonna do the daniel craig uh bond movies but uh since that got delayed we can uh rearrange schedule all right well this looks good and he's Santa Claus, all right. <laughs> all right, the fat man's got his eye on you, kid. All right, I'm I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah, the so, tagline is, uh, "Tis the season to get even." <laughs> well, it looks cool. Uh, I want to see it. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely have to cover it, man. It's uh, lots of explosions and shoot them up. So we'll see. Yeah. You keep your eyes open. They're everywhere. A secret nation of evil. Tonight, the age of man comes to an end. A war to save our world. Played myself, killed as many of them as we can find. A hero who knows no fear. He makes the weapons. I use them. Wesley Snipes. Stephen Dorff. Blade. Rated R. Starts Friday, August 21st. All right, let's get into these movies. Uh, we are doing Blade, Blade 2, and we might talk about Blade Trinity and the Blade series. Uh, let's see. Blade came out in 1998. Uh, let's see. IMDb synopsis. A half-vampire, half-mortal man becomes a protector of the mortal race while slaying evil vampires. All right, let's do Google. A half-mortal, half-immortal, that makes no sense, is out <laughs> to avenge his mother's death and rid the world of vampires. The modern-day technology advanced vampires is going after, that he is going after, are in search of a special blood type needed to summon an evil god who plays the key role in their plan to execute the human race. This stars... Uh, wait, uh, it's directed by Stephen uh, Norrington, written by David S. Goyer, based off Marvel Comics superhero. This stars Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson, in Boucher, right? Probably fucked that one up. Uh, Donnell Logue, and uh, Udo Kier. Yeah. <laughs> Sinai Lathan. Tracy Lords, 
and a bunch of other people it's not really that important so what did you think of 98's blade oh i love this one this one's uh this one's my favorite out of the out of the three um i remember reading uh the comics when i was a kid but never really super duper getting into it i mean i thought it was cool uh, vampire or daywalker that can walk around during the daytime and uh, I mean, had like they said in the film he had uh, all the strengths of the vampire except for the their thirst which he kept kind of uh, at ease with uh, the serum from uh, Whistler um, but uh, I thought it was good Chris Christopherson I mean he's an am- amazing musician as well as actor I love how uh uh, his character and I didn't even know he was going to be in it I mean you know what to tell the truth I didn't even know this movie was being made mm-hmm. um, it like just came out of nowhere and I was like Blade is that the Blade so I, I watched the trailer and I was like whoa okay so uh, I went and seen it I saw it at towards the end of its run uh, it finally came to the little uh, one horse town that I live in and uh, it was a private screening because I was sitting in there by myself but I walked out of the theater like man this movie was hella good and uh well excuse me and i was just i was all about it i I couldn't wait uh for the second one but it was it was an amazing film for what it was i know some people didn't really care for it but uh i think for a a younger generation that didn't even know who blade was at all i mean because everyone just thought it was something just made up but you didn't realize uh, that the books came out a long time ago and they never really did much with the that i can remember uh, with the Blade character, so I just thought it was uh, something fresh. Um, I wouldn't call him a superhero, but he, he's definitely a, a, a good. He's a hero, but um, I loved it. I thought everything in it was awesome. Uh, cinematography, the the music, um, all the all the characters that were in it. Stephen Dorff, man, I can take him or leave him, but I thought he he was uh, awesome in this as Deacon Frost. Uh, he's not a very tall gentleman. Uh, I seen him once. Uh, where well, I was down in L.A. somewhere, and I saw him. And I was like, man, that guy's short. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was a really good bad guy. I was. I thought Tracy Lords got a little shafted in this one because uh, when I saw her name pop across the screen, I was like, whoa, Tracy Lords, and she was only in it for like two minutes. And uh, but everybody else in it was awesome. Uh, Donnell. Luge, Lauge, how do you say his last name? Logue. Logue. He was a guy that was on uh, MTV that they popped up every now and then on like the commercials. I can't remember the character he played. So that's how I was introduced to that guy. But then uh, his role in this as Quinn, uh, I thought he was awesome. He was basically the the, the comic relief. But um, I thought he was good. Everything, every time he was on the screen, uh, I thought he was awesome. But. Uh, the chick as well. Um, was it Vanessa? Was that who? Who was the girl that he was helping? Karen or was it Karen, to... yeah, Karen Jensen? Okay. Uh, I can't even pronounce her. Uh, it's supposed to be pronounced in in Boucher, in Boucher, right? Okay. Uh, I liked her. I just thought she was hot in this. Uh, that's right. She was in Dead. I'm, I just clicked on her. She was in Dead Presidents too. Uh, okay, I knew I'd seen her in other things, not just this. But uh, yeah, she was the the younger sister. Yeah, <laughs> she was one of the ones that helped him rob the the armored truck at the end. 
Uh, but I loved. I thought this was a good movie. I thought it was amazing. Uh, I loved it. I saw it like uh, once here in town, then I saw it one more time in Reno before they yanked it. So uh, I was all about this film. I thought. I thought it was awesome. I mean, when uh, I heard that the TV show was coming, uh, I think it was on Spike at the time, and Wesley Snipes wasn't a part of it. I was kind of like, eh, really? But. I gave it a shot, and I liked the TV show for what it was. But um, this is definitely awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see what the what's his name? What's the the new guy that played um, Mahershala Ali? Yeah, I can't uh, wait to see uh, what he's gonna bring to the character. I'm kind of hoping that Wesley will make a, a cameo in it as something. Yeah, something. <laughs> it, it would be cool just to see him pop up in it um but i don't know i don't know which way they're going with it. i don't know how is it gonna be the origin story of blade or is it just gonna uh jump right into it where he's already uh like how wesley is i mean he's already deep into uh vampire hunting and everything so but yeah i thought this movie was fucking awesome yeah i agree with you um I knew I knew of Blade from the comics, and when I came into this, I didn't know really what to expect or how they were going, in which direction they were going with the movie. But after that first uh, scene in the in the club, the little rave, I was I was in all the way, and I thought Blade, the way Wesley played him, was like the coolest fucking guy, like just calm, collected. Uh, this birthed one of the movie quotes that I've said in my life and that is uh, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> love that line love that line uh, Steven Dorff thought he was a great villain um, I like the little side the little henchman uh, Donnell Logue um, uh, what was the other uh, chick's name thought she could have did more uh, was it Arlay Jover played Mercury. I didn't even know she had a name in the movie, but I thought she was all right. Uh, yeah, overall, I thought this was a was a, a good uh, superhero comic book action movie before we really even got them because a lot of people credit uh, X-Men, but this came out before everybody. Yeah, I mean... I mean that's why I mean I I don't I wouldn't call him a superhero but I think he was just definitely a a hero, um, especially when I think the first issue was in the seventies I would say, um, I don't know why I'm thinking early seventies let me see uh, when exactly did that one come out, uh our well his first appearance was in uh the tomb of dracula uh that was in uh nineteen seventy three uh not sure exactly when uh his uh his issues started to come out i should, i guess i should have pulled all that up uh, as well but um i did like the changes uh of uh what they had the update updated version of, of how blade looked because if you guys are familiar with uh, Blade and the comic books from back in the day. Uh, he was the straight. Uh, I, my friend, he loved it. His dad did. He because he. Oh man, he was like soul soul brother number one in the books because his dad was deep into 
uh, black superheroes and, and black uh, characters in comic books. So he he was all about Blade. Because if you look at Blade in the in the books, he had the afro and everything. Definitely from from the seventies, and um, I he did a little bit of the jive talk in the movies, but not not so much. Uh, he he went a little bit more. I thought in, in the books, which I loved, I, I I guess they didn't had to update it to the ni- late nineties. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at it now. He got the the trench coat with the collar popped. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, because I, I like how he looks. He looks cool, but uh, the the all black and uh, the fade with the designs on the oh no, it was a tattoo on the back of his head. I mean, I definitely uh, thought that was cool. Uh, I liked it, but if you guys aren't uh, familiar with Blade in the comic books, do uh, check all those out. But um, the movie was was awesome. I mean, I'm not the one for uh, uh, rave music or anything, but that uh, beginning scene, uh, I guess, well, there was a big banner behind the DJ and it said Bloodbath, but I think the song was called Blood Rave. I don't remember, but... uh, that song, man, it it gets me hyped. I, I don't know why. I just don't like that type of music. But it, that song, uh, I think it fit the scene uh, of the beginning of this film. And I got a question: Once all the blood started uh, pouring out of uh, the faucets, I mean, were they just? It, it looked like they, other than it was just wasting. I mean, were they just dancing in it, or were they actually drinking it as well? I think they were just dancing in it because I think I don't know if they can drink the blood because I think it has to be alive or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen other vampire movies where they can't drink from the dead. So I don't I, I don't know. I don't know the rules in the, the Marvel Universe of uh, vampires. This uh, new blade that's coming. It's, is it going to be a part of the MCU? Yep. Uh, it's uh, they're rebooting it and they are going to fit it in there. Um, I don't know. Was Morbius ever around Blade? Yeah, okay. he's actually. Uh, I got. I didn't break out the Blu-ray for this one. Uh, all all three Blade movies are on Hulu right now, but it's they say in a deleted scene, um, the director I guess played uh, Michael Morbius. Okay, so yeah. they they wanted to introduce him, but I don't I don't know what whatever happened with that. Okay. Uh, speaking of Morbius, so did are they done filming it? Because I haven't heard nothing about it, but I hear it's getting ready. Yeah, to it got it got delayed. Okay, so they're done with it. Yeah. All right. Well, just throw it on uh, Disney Plus. Same thing with the uh, New Mutants. Did you see that? No. I, I, Everybody told me it was bad, so I was uh, just gonna I was gonna wait for other means. Yeah, uh, it was it was what it was, but <laughs> it wasn't the worst thing I seen this year. But um, uh, little little side side note: what is the worst thing you've seen this year? It's not a horror movie, but it's this movie called Valley Girl. Oh, uh, I seen your post. It was fucking horrendous. It was just a slap in the face to the 80s version. I was like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? Was uh, it a reboot? No, it was a remake of uh, ah. of the 
the it was just, the only thing other than the I know we're still talking about the action, but the, the only thing <laughs> was the title and the characters' names. That's it. I mean, I kind of did like the the story on what they were doing, but I didn't know it was going to be a musical. It was one of those ones where they were just talking, then all of a sudden they jump into this big, huge uh, song and dance number, and I was like, ah. And I it just fucking just. It was like hour and a half wasted of my life. I can never get back again. And I was mad like the whole movie because I love the original Valley Girl. That's like one of my favorite, no, oh, excuse me, eighties movies. And they just fucking just pulled my heart out and uh, stuck it in the bag and threw it away. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, I mean, it, just, it was fucking horrible. Uh, it was. Um, was no new mutants, but new mutants. It's I wanted more, and I didn't get it. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna get it because I knew it it could not go anywhere. It was just something they made, and they should they just put out because it, it it's not gonna tie into nothing new. So I I just thought I, I would like to see the other version if this was the one that Disney wanted because I guess they made another version that they, they wanted to put out but they didn't like it Disney liked this version better I'm like, I don't know who sat there and watched both of them but ugh. yeah <laughs> uh, anyway New Mutants stay away from Valley Girl the new one is fucking terrible is it streaming or <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> <coughs> I was scratching my throat trying to <coughs> get rid of it. Um, uh, I set sail on that one. Okay, it's it's out there. Ah, <laughs> uh, that movie. Did you like that? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh, I'll never watch that again unless it pops up on something, and then maybe. But no. Ah, uh, fuck. Ready to punch somebody. <laughs> this, I mean, I mean, this whole film was awesome. Um, I didn't think it was as action packed as it should have been because it was a lot of uh, a story build up on on what was to what was going on. Um, but it was still good. I mean, it started off with a bang. I mean, I loved it. and it ended with a bang. I loved that, that whole thing at the end. Uh, the CGI. Ugh, wasn't the greatest, but I mean, it was still it fit uh, in it. Um, I'm glad they didn't really go super duper CGI with the fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like in the second one, but um, but this one, I mean, I I just thought it was awesome. Uh, I did love uh, the special effects of the vampires uh, when he was killing them, especially with the beginning when he was shooting them all, and then when he was throwing his little. His little gadgets he had. Uh, I loved yeah. how they were just like burned up instantly and then just fell to uh, piles of ash. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, on this rewatch, uh, I, I noticed something. He, I'm, I'm used to, you know, certain things. There are only certain things that will kill vampires. There was a couple, it looks like he killed them by kicking them or breaking their necks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I figured um I think the kicks I he's got silver stuff on his boots, but I, I don't know. I'm just uh, 
I'm just reaching. <laughs> but I would I would say that, but um yeah, I, I'm not sure. He had to have something, some kind of gadget that that Whistler built. Um, I did like the 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 fact of how what they were putting. Uh, was it uh, silver nitrate or something in the bullets? Yeah, I like I liked that aspect. I I liked um, the uh, he had a lot of silver, and I'm sure that shit was all heavy. Uh, those little silver spikes he had around mm-hmm. carrying in, in in his uh jacket and then in his little uh, uh bulletproof vest thing that he was wearing i thought that looked pretty sweet um well well, well he's as strong as vampires I mean, okay uh did these vampires not fly or anything i mean in this dc or this dc and that's a slap in the face in this marvel universe the vampires don't fly. I mean, because Dracula flew around in, in the old books. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I've never in none of these movies. I've it looks like they can jump and kind of glide through the air, but fly. No, changing the other animals. Uh, I think uh, did uh did Dracula do it in um, Trinity? Did he change into different things? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Um, I think he. I, I think he only changed into different people. I didn't rewatch that one. I. Well, you're you're smart. That's a smart move. I want I want to, but I I, I, I didn't. Uh, I I know I had plenty of time to, but I watched this all in the last minute. But um, all I remember was Triple X. I uh, not Triple X. Uh, Triple H in that as well as um, uh, Ryan Reynolds and. Hot ass Jessica Biel. That's yeah. about as much as I remember. They thought they was gonna make a whole new thing off of those characters. Uh, I guess they could have. I mean, was there any other talk of them making a fourth one with uh, Wesley? No, because I think he had a when he went to jail. Burnt. Yeah, well, I think he had uh, a fallen out with the studio because I think they claim he was he claimed that they blackballed him because I guess he was trying to negotiate more money or some kind of producer rights or something. Uh, now I don't know if those are the exact things, but I I know he had some kind of problem with the studio. So I think after the third one came out, they were done, and then yeah, he went to went to jail for uh for taxes even though somebody else only paid $750. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, the budget in this one was 45 million and well they made their money back. It was they made 131.2 million dollars from it. Yeah. Uh see I didn't hear much about this when it came out. Other than I saw the the trailers but I don't remember everyone ranting and raving about this film that I can remember. I mean, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I remember watching it and uh, I I think it was just me and my friends that were like super hyped about it when we were coming out. So All right. So um the beginning, 1967. A pregnant woman is attacked by a vampire causing her to go into premature labor. 
Uh, see, we didn't know that in the beginning of this film. We, we find out later on uh, on what happened. This is an old film. You guys should know if you've seen it by then. Um, the doctor is able to save her baby, but the woman dies of unknown of an unknown infection. So, once uh, it says thirty years later in nineteen ninety seven, uh, a child became the vampire hunter Blade and raids. Okay, Los Angeles is where, the, where they were. I figured that's where they were, but they never really said uh, where they were. I mean, because some people were saying it was Detroit, but I was like, it didn't look like Detroit, but. Um, so okay, uh, we we know Blade. He's the vampire hunter. He's running around just trying to stop everyone, and you know he's going after uh, Stephen Dorff's character, um, Deacon Frost. Uh, the thing that I still wanted to know was why he was the uh, Frost wasn't a uh, a full blood vampire. He was turned. No. Um. And I assume everybody in his gang were also turned to vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, the council of uh, the uh, the born the, the the born vampires that were born the, a vampire the pure blood. Yeah, Udo Kier. Uh, listen to our uh, Frankenstein 3D <laughs> episode <laughs> if you want more of the the great Udo Kier. <laughs> Oh man, that was fucking awesome! I, I listened back to it. <laughs> oh, Flesh for Frankenstein, everyone, check it out. <laughs> anyway, yeah, shout out to Otto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now when I see Udo Kier, that's all I think of is that movie. <laughs> uh, but he was a much, much uh, older uh, gentleman in this film. Um. If these guys, this uh, council uh, of vampires, this is all after the the amazing uh, uh, the rave scene when uh, Blade goes in there and just kills everyone. Um, it's I mean Blade's badass, we all know that. But when he rolled into uh, that club, and it seemed like majority of the people, all everybody was running for their lives, but there was some that stuck around uh, to fight. Um. They had a full security force, and they all know who Blade is. It's not like nobody knew because it's him, it's him, it's him. Like everybody in the club knew it yeah. was him. Why didn't they? They know he's out there. They know he kills vampires. How come like nobody was ever ready for him? You know that is a good question because Blade's not very. He can be stealthy, but. Throughout this movie, when he rolls up on places, it's just kind of like through the front door. Like, here I am. So, I don't know. Uh, horrible security throughout the movie. And these are all big gentlemen uh, out there. I mean, even that little young blonde girl with the, that was all bloody, she could, she ran and got a gun, and she was holding hers. Uh, we thought Tracy Lord was going to hold hers, but she, she did for a second, and then she just got blasted. Did he shoot her in the face with a shotgun, or... Yeah, he like used the gun butt, and it looked like he hit her in her hoo ha, and then had the had the shotgun pointed up under her chin, and then blasted her. Because yeah, she just like turned. Yeah, and, and I remember that fooled me because I thought she was like a main character in the movie. Yeah, I was like, man, that was like a waste. They could at least. Let her. She could have been the other blonde per, or been the, like that little blonde girl, because she kind of made it all the way to the end. But yeah, 
because yeah, he, he's just like mowing everyone down um, the guns uh, does he pull out his sword uh, does he or I know he pulls out that kind of like boomerang kind of weapon I mean that that was cool I mean because they lucky they were in that little circular room because he just threw it and it took out those yeah. dudes and then it came back to him um dude there must have been what 100 people in there maybe mm-hmm. and, and I love I mean right before that actual scene when uh, Tracy Lords is uh, going in bringing in uh, this one young gentleman into the club he was in um, The Shield as well as um, uh, Sons of Anarchy I, I can't remember, remember his name oh he was the guy that stepped on the landmine yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, Bates Motel too was he yeah, he was like uh, Norman's uncle, and spoilers, everybody. He's uh, his brother's uh, Norman's brother's uncle, also his father, possibly, or I think he was. All right, I'm gonna have to watch that. I mean, my daughter, she she was all about it. She thought said it was good. I'm like, oh, okay, I've only seen the movies, but anyway. So she, I loved. Uh, how when she was bringing them in there and it just looked like a big meat uh, packing uh, the freezer place uh, mainly just a, I'm sure it was just a front a vampire front for uh, mm-hmm. to just try to stay uh, in, in the shadows and everything because when uh, someone was pu- pushing by a big old rack and you can see that there was uh, dead bodies uh, hanging in there yeah right. that's that's your that's your cue to leave because he looked at him and he was like what the hell and he like yeah he turned around and stared at it for a while it wasn't like he just glanced at it but uh little head was thinking uh, for the big head because uh he, he was all about <laughs> tracy lords she was already making out with him um <clears throat> that's the thing right there were those just uh drained bodies uh, that they use because they 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 can't well they're dead already they can't do nothing with them so i assume they were just taking them to dispose them or something i don't know Maybe that was all the blood they drained and dumped on everyone. But yeah, once he gets in there, I mean, the song is just just bumping, just do, do, do. Again, I don't like that music, but I like this song (laughs) in this movie. It it totally fits. Everyone's in there having a good time. Um, And then uh, the blood starts pouring in on everybody. Uh... All right. I mean, to, to each his own if you go to these uh, type of things. Because uh, one of my friends said they went to some Halloween thing. And, uh, they did. They played this song. And I guess it was blood or whatever started spraying all over everyone. Uh, and it, he goes, man, no one stayed there and danced. Everybody like went, ah, and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, that, that would have been fun. <clears throat> so after all that, and then... Uh, why was she? I, mean, I didn't get why she brought him there for that. Because it seemed like he was the only human there. I mean, other than she was eventually going to kill him. But what was her purpose for bringing him there? It. It. I don't know. I mean, it, I, I don't know because uh, he's not enough for everybody to feed on, and it just kind of seemed like they were enjoying like kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. Because I loved how he kept trying to dance and talk to him. Hey, what's up? And then everyone was either slapping him or pushing him away. <laughs> I was like, man, fuck this place. I would have left. 
But <clears throat> yeah, but once uh, all the blood starts pouring out, and then uh, this is when he realizes that everyone's vampires because everyone's showing their teeth and laughing around, and he's ah screaming. Yeah, because once he falls on the ground, everyone just starts kicking him. I was like, weak. <laughs> and luckily, he crawls straight to Blade. And then uh, this is when we're introduced to, to Wesley's character. And he's standing there. Uh, luckily, the, the the song ended right there because that's when everyone sees him. And then that's when he commenced to, uh, to kick an ass. Um, I loved all his weapons, especially his, uh, his pistols and everything. All the stuff that uh, Whistler made. I thought that that was all. It kind of looked like um, one of the lawgivers from Judge Dredd. I liked the, yeah. his little machine guns he had. So, because he just was mowing everyone down and just vampires just turning to turning to dust or just ash and everywhere. And then the, then the security guards came. I think some of those security guards were human because there was one guy that he did shoot that didn't like disintegrate. He just kind of fell over and then he was still laying there. So. Uh, but then we, we do learn that um, there is slaves to the vampires because uh, they have those little um, uh, those little tattoos on the backs of their necks or, or wherever. Yeah, um, familiars. Yeah, everyone had their own different uh, little insignia. So that's because Deacon Frost had his and all the other vampires had theirs. Um so once once he like kind of just laid everyone down, I mean it was it was awesome. He was flipping and flopping and and just shooting and throwing things around. And then uh, after he he just like fucking laid everyone down that he could. Uh, that was just the police and the fire department that came in, right? Yeah. Because oh, what's his name came uh, running up. Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Quinn. He's just some. He was awesome. He was just sitting in the back and that making out with two girls, and another one was going down on him. And <laughs> <laughs> he jumped up, and then he was uh, we're getting ready to try to kill Blade. But obviously, there was some kind of uh, rift between Blade and Quinn because, like, they knew each other. So I mean, mm-hmm. we don't get that story until much later, but. Um, yeah, because uh, this scene where uh, he's the last guy he fights, right? Yeah, because he after yeah. he just pretty much killed everyone. Yeah, he uh, he, he has him uh, uh, stuck up on the wall, and then he he says, "I'm gonna try fire this time." And I'm like, "How many times have you tried to kill him?" Yeah, and that's that's another thing. I mean, yeah, he says that. Yeah, how many times did he has he always dealt with him? Cause he's he's I mean he's been looking for Frost for who knows how long, but he never can uh, find him. He always just deals with Quinn, and he said he how many, I, he said he's like sliced him and diced him up many times, but he always just kept on coming back. So I mean I liked his character. I, I thought he was pretty sweet <clears throat> because when he gets burned up, he just oh he sp- he stabs one in, in in the shoulder and then he shoots the other one uh, into the other sh- in the other shoulder and then. He drops that little bomb and <laughs> he just turns the flames, and that's when all the cops and the the firemen all come busting in. So I assume somebody called somebody because I'm sure a lot of people went running out and screaming uh, into the streets. <clears throat> um. Then we're introduced to uh, what's that chick's name? Uh, Doctor Karen Jensen. 
she's uh, in the hospital with her uh, ex-boyfriend um, and they're dealing with um, what's in the, the body uh, of Quinn which is just charbroiled and they're saying that they, they took a blood sample from him and his blood was all uh, different because they, they weren't too sure what was going on so he kind of tells her well come down I got the body down here let's uh, start uh, doing a little uh, autopsy on him really quick so they, they kind of start messing with him and, and then um, did they notice anything about him? I don't know, but she was she was digging in his mouth and she was saying that his his gums were deformed because of his teeth. Yeah, um, I think that was it. I, and of course, I think you noticed his teeth too. So yeah, because I'm sure they were just full fangs. Because he came, he like jumped up, jumped back into life and uh, just bit uh, that doctor uh, or that other. Uh, I think I assume he was a doctor or a surgeon, but he just uh, Quinn just lit into him and just started chewing. I loved the I loved the effects of that because the blood was just pouring down the side of his face or the side of his neck, and then um, oh Quinn jumps up and uh, he he runs after uh, the the doctor uh, Karen and he grabs her and he bites her in the neck and she's looking around and she sees uh, Blade come walking down the hall. And uh, oh, he uh, he does he cut uh, Quinn's arm off right here? Yeah, he cuts his arm off. Uh, he's about to kill him, and then security runs up and shoots him, and then he turns around and he was like, "Motherfucker, are you crazy? <laughs> you out your goddamn mind?" That was my favorite line in the whole movie because <laughs> they just opened up on him. He just ran, "Motherfucker, you out your damn mind?" And- <laughs> Uh, oh, he just beat that. They think he just beat those guys up, and then because he took off, because he picked up uh, the doctor and ran and d- down the hall, and then <laughs> luckily there was something soft that, that she landed on, because he threw her out the window. Although <laughs> I don't know how far, but over to the next building, <laughs> and she landed on something soft. So, but uh, I was like, all right, she's lucky because. She could have died, landed on on her head or something, but he jumps out. I thought that was pretty cool. And then he takes her to, to uh, his lair <clears throat> somewhere uh, in the industrial area because uh, this is when we meet uh, Chris Christopherson's character, uh, Abraham Whistler. And he's the one that uh, uh, found Blade because later he tells uh, Dr. Karen the, the story of uh, how he found him feeding off of uh, rats and stuff like that in the alleys. And then um, uh, he just kind of pretty much raised him. So did he? Did Whistler know that there was vampires and all that running around? Yeah, because uh, he tells the story of how his oh, family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my problem with uh, the third film. Because <laughs> all of a sudden... Um, Jessica Beale is his daughter from another family that was never ever mentioned. So he was just laying it down everywhere and leaving uh, kids. It's Chris Christopherson, so yeah, the sixties and seventies were a different time, uh, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, there was no AIDS and all that. <laughs> so um, no, no condoms. None. <laughs> I like that scene in uh, half baked when they were talking the uh Willie Nelson. And he goes, man, I remember back in the day when a dime bag cost a dime. <laughs> and he goes, well, how much were rubbers? He goes, I don't know. We never used them. 
Different times, everybody. Uh, put put it on, bag it up before you dive in. <clears throat> anyway, so I mean, I love the little lair. And uh, what kind of car was that? Because that car was tough. All right, everybody. We've said it many times. We are not car people. <laughs> so I'm doing a quick check. Blade car was a. I want to say it was a Charger, but I'm not sure. This car, yep, you are correct. It was a Dodge Charger, a 1968 Dodge Charger. And it was like flat black, how I like it, too. It was tough. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, they, he didn't use it much in this one. But no. when he did, oh, man. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, because he takes he takes her there, and then, um, he because uh, uh, Whistler's kind of like, why'd you bring her here? And he goes, I ah, just kind of just just deal with it. So he yeah. he pumped You're going her up. soft on me. Yeah, he he pumped her up with um, uh, he told her he goes, look, this is gonna hurt, and it's gonna hurt a lot. So he pumped in um, uh, I can't remember what he called it, but he said it was like the the essence of garlic. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that does, and uh, <clears throat> it was basically uh, like a detox uh, type of thing because uh, he was talking about like uh, they were mentioned like uh, like crackheads or whatever, heroin addicts. Uh, just she so I they didn't show it, but I assume she was fucking just jonesing like all night uh, from it. So, but she woke up the next day and she was all good. Um. <clears throat> No, this is then. After this is when we go to um, the uh, the meeting with the purebloods, and they're talking to um, Deacon Frost, and he's he was just telling them how it should be because they were all about the uh, the old ways of mm-hmm. uh, of vampires, and he was like, "Why are we Why are we trying to deal with? Why are we trying to make these back alley treaties? Why are we trying to uh, be cool with them?" And he was like, "They're our fucking food." Um, I liked what he was doing, and I liked his idea. But what these uh, well, there was twelve of them. There were the pure blood vampire yeah. council, it, but they said that this was the council of uh, their area. <clears throat> so I assume just of maybe not California, maybe just the Southern California region. Yeah, because uh, Deacon was the he was the leader of the the younger vampire faction, so. They, it sounded like they had like little factions everywhere. So I, I was thinking, why if these guys that have been around for centuries, why were they all so soft and and didn't have these big armies to to, to fight for them? Uh, I I don't know. You know, I always kind of figured like I I understand what Deacon was trying to do, but if you killed everybody what would the vampires feed on yeah that 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 was another thing i was kind of like i like i like the ideas of what the old vampires just kind of stay in the shadows and and we'll do what we got to do yeah and we feed when we need to deacon was kind of like nah let's just fucking just lay them all lay them all to waste and then then what it would go like that. What was that one movie when they were running out of humans? Um, 
uh, Daybreaker. Yeah, that that yeah. I like that idea. I thought that was awesome. How, what they were doing, how they just basically took over the world, and um, they were running out of food, uh, or running out of blood and everything. So I, th- I thought that was a cool idea. But it would have probably been like the same way with this one. I mean, what what were they going to do? And we'll get into more when we talk about the next movie. But um, so Deacon's whole idea was to summon up the blood god. Was yeah. That was, and what I, I I can't remember exactly remember what the uh, blood god was supposed to do. Was it just going to be the almighty vampire or or what? Uh, let's see. I know I just watched this, but I don't twelve <laughs> spirits will awaken the blood god Lamagra. The blood of the daywalker. I think yeah, it was just kind of he was going to be the all powerful, and since he had. We're kind of jumping ahead a little bit since he gets the blood of uh, Blade, who's a daywalker. Uh, I guess he was going to have the no weaknesses. Okay, so I, I assume once he got uh, Blade's blood, would he would he have been able to uh, walk out in the sunlight? I think so. Okay, because I liked what what they did in, in this. I mean, because the whole time. Uh, Blade. Other than he's just looking for Deacon Frost, he doesn't really know uh, what's happening and what uh, Deacon's uh, plan is. Because when he goes uh, looking for him, he uh, he goes to um, was that a museum that he went into, or was that just like a uh, a vault that was holding all the old, uh, uh, basically the sacred scrolls or the sacred text of the vampire history? Oh, the 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 vampire Bible. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a uh, kind of like a not a museum, but a uh, just where they stored their uh, ancient scripts, which again seemed very easy to get into. Yeah, he just like well, I guess he laid a few guys down before he went in, but uh, again, they know Blade is out there, but he just easily kills everyone that gets in his way and gets right into these uh, top secret places. Well, that one guy had no clue on who he was when he went into the little uh, the little club where uh, they found the, the librarian or whatever, Pearl. Because that guy at the door was oh, you need an invitation. You know, like you have no idea who's in front of you. Was that that, uh, like that little Asian club that he went in? Yeah, with the little little Asian chicks rapping and little schoolgirl <laughs> outfits and a bunch of old dudes watching them. Oh, yeah, that was a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the way vampires roll. But, uh, yeah, you can even understand that. I assume they were speaking, I don't know if it was Chinese or whatever, but <laughs> that, that kind of bugged me. I, it was just the way they sounded. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 you think you're right on the mark there because it just kind of felt like they were supposed to be little kids up there performing, but they're women. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, it was it was all pedophilia in that place. Um, and those guys were all vampires, right? Uh, or was it just a bunch of creepy guys? I'm gonna say yes. Because it, it was a vampire club that he went in. Yeah. So I just assumed that was the the Asian population uh, of the vampires. 
because because when he went in there, that's when he found that um, what was the big blobby thing? Pearl. Yeah. And uh, he, she was the one. Was it a she? Yeah. Well, she, she was the one that uh, uh, told him about uh, the blood god and what uh, Deacon was doing. Because she wasn't going to tell him at first, but then she uh, or he pulled out that um, or no the, the 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 doctor girl she pulled out that big um the ultraviolet light yeah and just UV. started UV light and started <laughs> shining it on her she was ah starting to burn and then uh, she told him told him uh, what was up and what uh, Deacon was kind of doing because remember they had all that uh, that little program. And, it was, and then he was like, well, what's this? Blade pointed at the screen. What's that? And and she told him uh, that it was the, the, the text and everything and the idea of how to uh, get the um, uh, summon the blood god. Yeah. I like how everything was right there for him to yeah. read on the screens. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, she was trying to help him too, uh, or help uh, Deacon. Because he yeah. did, he he told her he told her, all right, this is what I got, and uh, help me decipher it. So, because that that I assume that's why she was sitting there uh, watching, or I don't know if she was on a computer or what. But I get I guess trying to figure it all out uh, because she was on uh, on Skype or whatever with it because she was like, he's here, he's here, and Dinky <laughs> was all good. Come on. <laughs> just die like a fucking man or whatever he said <laughs> I I, like, I, now that I'm thinking about it I think that was a guy I, I don't know I, th- I thought it was a girl I, I could I don't know it was a big blob you really yeah because it says right here when they come upon Pearl a morbidly obese vampire and they torture him with a UV light okay um Okay, see, this is what I didn't get about that character. Was it just some... Was he fat before? Or before he became a vampire? Or was he a pure blood? Or I don't know. I didn't understand that that big giant character. What? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe... I, I assumed that maybe... Uh, Pearl's an old vampire because I don't think you just get put in charge of uh, the archives if you're, you know, not not been around as as long as uh, some other vampires. So, might have been an old vampire. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe he became obese because he's not allowed to leave. It seems like he has to stay there and just work on the archives, which. I don't know why that would be a 24-7 job, but... And how much blood do you have to drink to become like that? <laughs> Maybe that was his uh, shipment. The the We didn't even talk about the cop that just keeps getting his ass kicked. The familiar, he, he had a little, a little uh, run he was doing in the trunk. Maybe that was off of Pearl. That's right, because he... Um, they, after they uh, pretty much cured uh, the doctor... Uh, they let her go back home and uh, she was uh, being followed uh, by a police officer or she thought she was being followed by uh, other people because there was some uh, some uh, shady looking characters that got in the elevator with her 
And then uh, when she got to her apartment uh, is when that uh, police officer showed up. And they could say, yeah, they said you were reported missing from the hospital. So I'll just here to check. And that's when she did. Did she figure it out or did he just. No, he he said he kind of gave it away. When oh, that's right. I forgot what he exactly said, but he came at her and then she poured. She thought he was a vampire. So she pulled out the little uh, basically like mace, but it was garlic. And then he, he revealed that he's he's not a vampire. And then Blade came in and started whooping his ass everywhere and told her, showed her the little mark on the back of his neck saying he's one of Deacon Frost's familiars. And just this guy, as much as he gets his ass kicked and just the way he, he was giving up information, that he was never going to be one of them. No, because they did say that they had uh, a lot of the police force uh, in their pocket. So, um. And I guess uh, he was promised to be turned uh, into a vampire if he did what he was told. But yeah, he he was no good because he just gave it up quick uh, as soon as Blade showed up. Because she got mad at him. She goes, you set me up. You used me as a decoy. And he was like, well, fuck, there's the only way he could uh, try to get ahead (laughs) of what was going on. Um, What was the little girl in there for when, uh, when he went into the little archive room? with their bible and that little uh a little was a little black girl yeah there was a little black girl yeah. in there and she started to commence to whoop his ass what was that uh, just to throw some little kid in there <laughs> yeah i guess because uh, I, I watched i rewatched this with my wife and i just she was like what is the kid doing there and i was like <laughs> i don't know i guess they're trying to show you they got different ages and vampires i don't know she's probably who knows she could be like still in the kid body but you know was turned like a long time ago but i assume she was a kid because when you first see her she's sitting on the floor playing video games and i mean she has some nice kicks until blade like backhanded her with one hit i I thought he was gonna kill her but slapped her down and ran off but yeah you must have hit her super hard because you never see her again Well, she had, she she was shining for a little bit. Um, we're jumping all over the place, everyone. Uh, okay, after he left Pearls and he figured out uh, what Deacon was doing. Um, oh no! Before all that, uh, when when Deacon got into it with um, what's Udo Kier's character's name? Uh. Dragonetti oh, or something yeah, like that, that. That sounds right. I'm not even. He was a vampire elder. I wasn't even gonna try to say his G- first name. Gitano. Gitano. Dragon. I, I just Dragonetti. I'll just call it Dragonetti, yeah. which is a, a cool ass name for a vampire. <laughs> yeah. He. Um. Where did he? How did he uh, catch him? I, I can't. Did they show it? How did Deacon catch him? Yeah. They just took him, I guess, because you just kind of cut to the scene where they're on the um, on the beach and everybody's got a uh, little biker suits on with helmets with the uh, sunblock on and and they're uh, asking uh, Dragonetti, has he ever uh, seen a sunrise before? And they're like, oh, that's right. You're a pure blood. You've never seen ones. And then they uh, take the pliers and they uh, rip his teeth out. And uh, 
Yeah, not the best CGI, but I remember seeing this and I was just like, whoa, when uh, that sun hits him and he just, at first he's just burning up and the skin's just melting, falling off, and then he just explodes. <laughs> yeah, I liked, uh, I liked how he went out. Maybe that's just how the purebloods go. I assuming everyone else that he was killing that just turned to ash was just uh, vampires that were turned. Um, cause I, I mean, I love that scene after, I mean, when they, after he blew up before, when they yanked his teeth, his fangs out, when he goes back to that council and basically told them that, yeah, now I'm running the show. Cause he throws his, uh, uh, drag dragon Eddie's teeth onto the table. And then they're kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. I mean, they just kind of eased back and just let him take control. I mean, that to me, that just showed how weak all of them were. Yeah. Like you, there was no there was no struggle for for power or anything. He just came in like, oh, here's his teeth. You know what that means? And then he sits in his chair. Yeah, it was like there was no security force for them. It was like he just came in, did what he had to do, said, all right, I'm taking over now. And everyone just bowed down. All right, you're you're right. We're wrong. Um. Because he he needed all of them to uh, appease the blood god to put them all in that little uh, sacred circle thing that that um, he did finally because uh, while all this was going on he had his computer uh, at his at his place that was uh, trying to decipher the message and I don't know how long it was doing that but it, it finally did stopped and it, it was able to. Uh, decipher all the the sacred texts and everything and uh, show him how to do it and then I think after that that's when he gave it to Pearl and then I guess Pearl had to go in and do some more uh, research for him yeah Uh, so after okay after Blade finds out everything uh, Deacon takes over the the council Um, he got into it again with uh, Quinn yeah, this is um, after they had to run in where the, the ancient scripts were. Uh-huh. Uh, they have the, the scene where, uh, of course, we talked about he knocks out the little girl. And then they have like every Asian stunt guy that, that we've probably seen in other movies pop up. <laughs> and they, they restrain Blade. And uh, Quinn takes one of his little silver little stakes, stabs him. And then reveals uh, the the hands grown back, and uh, oh, we also get the little uh, scene because um, we didn't talk about his sword it has that little security thing on it. Oh, where that's if right. You're holding it too long, the little spikes come out, and one of the vampires is uh, holding it, and it basically it just explodes his hand, which I, I always love that scene. But <laughs> um, yeah, they they they're restraining him. They're about to kill him. And then uh, Blade's kind of laughing because he has a little earpiece in and essentially uh, Whistler's been listening this whole time and he just comes in, guns blazing, blows up, blows a hole in the wall. I don't, I don't even know where he came from and this is when they escape through the uh, subway tunnels. Well, that's right because they go running and uh, I, love that. I love that scene when he's running because he just, Blade, he, it's, it's him and the doctor, right? Yeah. Because he just... Whistler falls and she's Jensen's like, what about Whistler? And then Blaze like, oh, he can handle himself. Because I like how he just uh, grabs 
the uh, the blade grabs the, the, the I assume the last car on the train and and then they go whistling away. Did it pull the arm out of his socket? Yeah, it dislocated. Which yeah. it makes sense because that train was going super fast. But he's like a strong vampire. I guess you can dislocate your arms. <laughs> Yeah, well, Whisper Whisper does mention that, like, because I guess when they go back and uh, she he's talking to Jensen, because uh, this is when she finds out that he's kind of like them. And then he's like, no, I'm something else because uh, he has to keep taking a serum to repress the, the hunger. Oh, that's, she's we didn't talking, talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And she's talking to Whistler that she thinks she can come up with a better one, but it's going to take some time. And then he's like basically telling her the story and um well, what was I gotta say Damn, my mind just went blank I mean I liked uh, er- earlier in the film um when uh, uh Blade goes to this little um little potion shop yeah uh, there's uh, another young uh, black guy in there and uh he's he of course he knows who Blade and Whistler is because he's helping them with the fight I was hoping that they would have brought him in because he seemed like he knew a lot. Yeah, see, that would have that would have been cool if that was the series because it seemed like there was a basically they had their own little organization because yeah. you kind of you kind of get that in the third one. It wasn't when, just them too. There was other yeah. people that were helping them. I, I wish they would have went uh, more into that. Yeah. Um. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, the whistler basically reveals that like he all his wounds that he gets like the, the separated shoulder or any other cuts and bruises or whatever they'll be all healed by uh, morning that's a long time to be uh, in pain <laughs> to, i'll be good at six in the morning but oh, fuck that um so Oh, that's right. They were explaining that to him. Um, where did Blade go when they came in and and, uh, and they got Whistler? Uh, where did was, he go? Was that when he was in the in the park talking to, to Deacon? Yeah, when uh, <laughs> I don't know why I laugh at the scene when because he's they're having their little conversation and he's got like a little girl. That he's holding, that he's got his little one of his little claws like to her neck, and he's basically like, you know, don't do anything or I'll kill her. When he throws this girl, and she hits that, <laughs> I don't know if it's like a hot dog stand or something. That she should have been, I don't know, because she just kind of gets up. She like broke she's something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she has like a little, a little tiny little cut like on her head or her cheek or something, but. He threw her and she just hit that I'm gonna say hot dog stand like full on just bam <laughs> and it was like far too it wasn't like right there <laughs> yeah nobody says uh, is this is what made me think I, I always thought this was New York because it just kind of seemed like nobody gave I'm not saying people in New York don't give a shit about anybody but it just kind of seems like in New York, people mind their business because early in the movie, when the, the cop, when Blade's like smacking the cop around and he runs off, like nobody's even looking that way until Blade pulls out his gun. Then everybody's like, "Oh shit, I need to get out the way." Yeah. <laughs> but then with the little girl, like he's this little girl. This guy throws this little girl, and nobody's like, 
coming to see what's happening or seeing if she's okay. Because when they were talking before all that, when I mean, he was, I mean, other than he wanted to meet him, and I think this was the first time that Blade and Deacon are like face to face. And uh, he told he told him what he was doing, right? Deacon told Blade uh, about the blood god. I, I don't remember. Yeah, he he told him the blood god was coming, and basically, okay. there's nothing you can do about it. All right. So while that meeting was going on, Whistler and the Doctor were. Uh, trying to work on a new serum because she uh, came up with something and then um, weren't they testing it out and it blew up? Oh, that was the other thing that they oh, okay. used. It was uh, it was for treating blood clots but she turned it into, into a weapon because yeah. it, it reacts violently to vampire DNA. That's right. Cause that, that was the reason it blew it up. And then he, he made those little uh, those little vial things. For, yeah. for for weapons, uh, but while they were there talking, uh, this is when um, Deacon's crew came in and uh, they 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 grabbed Karen, and then they 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 should have showed this. I mean, because they beat up uh, Whistler, but then um, when uh, Blade comes back after uh, because Deacon threw that little girl and then uh, took off. I did like the, uh, the the CGI wasn't the greatest when Blade took a few shots uh, at Deacon and it just slowly got out of the way, <laughs> Matrix style. The CGI bullets didn't look good, <laughs> but it looked good in 98. Yeah, I was going to say, 98, what, what, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Deacon ends up just running off, so Blade goes back, and that's when he finds uh, Whistler. And it, it looks like they just all took a bite out of him. Uh, all the vampires that were there, because he told me, yeah, they they took her, and he goes there. He goes, I'm dead. Just, uh, just give me a gun. Basically, told Blade, just let me die. Get out of here. So uh, he kind of loaded up uh, with all his weapons, and then and then took off. But when he gave that gun to um, to Whistler, and then he Whistler tells him, all right, now get out of here. So Blade just kind of walks away. As he's walking away, he he hears a gunshot, and we're like, "Oh fuck!" So Whistler killed himself. We'll come back to that in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I didn't. What was it? I didn't understand the little plant thing that he was had in his room. What was? Uh, oh, I you know what? I pulled that up and I cannot find it. I know he was into like because you see kind of he kind of meditates and uh, all that stuff with the incense so I think it had something to do with that I think it symbolized something I I don't remember because when he after he was done he pulled it out and then he cut the, the roots and then took off uh, maybe it symbolized the end of something. I don't know because if Whistler because of Whistler died or something, that maybe it was the end of something and he was moving on. Okay, because after. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I was no, gonna go say ahead. we'll just go. We'll just go with that. <laughs> well, after uh, Blade, when he he uh, go he finds out uh, where uh, Frost Penthouse is, uh, he goes there. And uh, I think, was, oh, he was in his room. And then there's this uh, big uh, metal thing in there, which I thought was pretty awesome. That was basically uh, Whistler, not Whistler, um, Deacon's 
it was a bed, but it was his his like his coffin. Uh, I thought that was pretty neat because when Blade standing there, it opens up, and uh, th- this black lady comes stepping out, and he turns around and looks, looks at her, and uh, it's um, it was his it's Blade's mom because yeah. she, she called him Eric, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Blade's name actually was Eric Brooks. Well, when when, well, that was the name that she gave him. She never really got to see him when he was born. But how did she, how did she give him all that name? The name when she died at giving birth. I don't know. Maybe she just had that name in her head okay. <laughs> before. I don't know. Uh, but because she calls him Eric, and he turns around, he realizes. I mean, how did he know that was his mom if he never? seen her before well according to the movie he remembers her face because he keeps seeing a flashback and how did he see all that I don't know it's it's movie stuff I guess (laughs) she kind of doesn't they kind of made her completely different from when she was a human and given birth like her hair and everything and uh, you know, Sanaya Lathan is a sexy woman, so yeah, she, I don't she, know. I like the vampire version because she looked hot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that long hair. Um, but then she makes, uh Did she? What? What did she do to him? I mean, how did they catch him? Because I, mean, I know she was distracted. Uh, uh, they came in with the cattle prods. Oh, that's right. And then they. Uh, blasted him up and then he fell down yeah and then Deacon Frost said I was kind of crazy that uh, this whole time he's been searching for the guy that killed his mother and it was him well that's right Deacon was the one that turned her yeah so I mean we don't even know how old Deacon was he could have been around for centuries as well yeah and finally uh, got his crew together and he, it was finally time to strike um so Blade wakes up in uh, some some little lair wherever they were, and uh, they have Karen, and they throw her uh, into this like uh, little pit. And then while she, this part was kind of creepy. I mean, this is this part scared me. Oh shit! Um, she's in this uh, little underground thing. Mm-hmm. Was there like dead bodies in there or skeletons or? Yeah, and real quick, her back should have been broken when she oh, yeah. fell and hit that. Uh, it was like a kind of like a half ball of concrete or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, because when she fell, they threw her down there. Doom. She just maybe bashed the back of her head, broke something, but and then she wouldn't have been uh, one of the saviors of this film. But anyway, so she's while she's down there. Uh, there's this creepy looking fool down there. Um, he, he looked like a zombie vampire or something. I don't know why uh, they didn't keep him, but it was actually uh, her ex boyfriend, the guy when she was in the hospital when um, Quinn was in there all burnt up. When he when Quinn jumped up, he bit him, and um, he didn't die. So I assume he just uh, turned into. Uh, some kind of vampire. I mean, did, did, they didn't ever really, didn't explain why they didn't keep him around. They just threw him in that pit. Yeah, I think they used the pit 
they keep them down there. And I think after a while, after they don't feed, they start to look like how he is kind of zombie like. And then they just throw people down there for some reason. I don't know. And I, I, yeah, go ahead. He looks scary. Yeah. (laughs) He he probably, he probably hadn't fed this whole time. Um, how did she kill him? Or did she just knock him out and crawl out? She hit him with like a bone and crawled out and then it looked like he was going to grab her and then it just kind of cut to Blade in that little uh, thing that was restraining him that was draining his blood. Yeah, that was crazy. But real quick, how come he couldn't climb out? She climbed out no problem. Uh, He's a zombie vampire. I I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure he was a little stronger than her, but uh, all right. (laughs) Because that thing was slanted. It wasn't like it was a straight fall. So, I don't yeah. know. We, we didn't make it. <laughs> so, uh, that thing that Blade was in was kind of rough, man. It was uh, basically like a um, a little tomb mummy thing type of thing. Because he was in it laying in there and they, they strapped him up. But then when they shut it, it had um, like razor blades that uh, cut into his wrists. And then it was draining uh, the blood uh, into some little receptacle thing that came down from the ceiling. They 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 were getting ready to do the uh, the the blood sacrifice to to summon the blood guy. What was the blood guy called? Um, uh, La Magra. Yeah, because they, they had them all. Uh, they were supposed to have twelve all the way around, but then one of them was acting up, and uh, Deacon killed him. But then there's only 11, so uh, I don't see why it the, the blood god came if they were supposed to have uh, 12 pure bloods in that little circle. But Maybe he was an extra one. Maybe there was 13. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Blade's blood came was draining down into... This is a, it was a lot of blood. Came draining down and then uh, did it did it drip onto all of them? I think it all, yeah. Um, some of it dripped on them, and then it was all running together, and then it dripped on Deacon, and he had like a weird look, like he was super into the blood dripping on his head because he was <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, because it just once he became uh the 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 blood god or whatever um oh okay after uh the the blood was dripping on everyone everybody uh there the which i thought was pretty sweet the um the 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 skeletons or whatever started were coming out of their mouths remember and then yeah and uh they were all flying around and they were flying through uh, Deacon and then I, I guess that's what because he was just he didn't know what was going to happen because he was just oh, just flipping and flopping and all that and I guess that was just everybody's uh, vampire soul or whatever going into him because he didn't drink the blood or anything he just dropped on his forehead and then he uh, became uh, the blood god yeah he basically absorbed everybody's spirit and then his eyes turned red and 
And all while that's going on downstairs, uh, Blade's still tied up. Um, after Karen uh, crawls out of that little pit, she goes and uh, opens him, opens it up, and, and then gets him out, releases him. But he's like pretty much drained, and he just has no strength. So she's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it." So she um, lets uh, Blade uh, feed on her just so he can get his strength back. Um, I don't know how much it takes to get your strength back, but he. He seemed like he sucked a lot out of her because he was ah, yelling and and then he uh, jumps into action. So Grabs his vest. <laughs> and his sunglasses and then uh, goes downstairs and commences to, to kick an ass. Uh, okay, I'm watching the scene right now. He's just like uh, roundhouse kicking everyone. Uh, all the, the bodyguards or whatever start showing up. Um... And then they just just kung fu. Everybody's kung fu fighting. The the long haired Asian guys come running in. I loved all the fight choreography, especially with Wesley Snipes, because he he can truly kick ass. Yeah, so he's real got, deal. Yeah, have you seen all his uh, other uh, action films? But uh, oh, real quick, uh, we kind of skipped over. He he killed. He ends up killing his mom, which was kind of a weird scene for me because I, I kind of felt like she was being sexual with him. She she came in after he was had his strength back, right? Yeah. Okay. And I, almost, I, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, it almost felt like he was seducing her and I think did he I think he stabbed her with a bone with that bone that Karen had. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Then he went down and started uh, whooping ass. Yeah. So after he pretty much uh, beat down all those fools, um, it seemed like it seemed like only a couple of them were vampires because all the other guys he kicked, they all just fell to the ground and they were laying there. And some of them uh, evaporated into into fiery dust. And this is when after he defeats all them, we get the uh, the sword fight between Blade and Deacon Frost. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like it looks like it was actually them, unless. Okay, it, when they showed the the Stephen Dorse face, you can see that it's uh, it's him in some parts. But then uh, when there are other ones, it, it doesn't even that doesn't even look like uh, Wesley either. Uh, that, that wasn't Stephen Dorff doing that flip. No, <laughs> with the far <laughs> shots. Uh, but I liked all this, man. It was pretty sweet. Uh, but the part that was badass is uh, when Blade uh, cuts uh, Deacon. He slices his arm off, and then he uh, cuts him at the waist. 89 or 98 CGI looked amazing when we saw it in 98, but right now now it looks kind of goofy. But it it was neat, though, because when he slices him, there's this big old gob of blood, and then it just comes right back together. And uh, everything is uh, all fine. And uh, I love this uh, this little thing when he uh, does something with his hand, and then uh, it uh, it appears. It, it just comes back. It, the CGI looks crappy, but uh, it was neat. And I like how uh, Deacon looks. He's got the red eyes and everything. Because after he slices him in half, Wesley's kind of turned around. Then he spins back around, and he he. Uh, he mouse like what the fuck and then that's when uh, <laughs> the Deacon comes back together so Blade still has his sword Deacon's just 
uh, doing the flips and fighting him hand to hand. I don't like it when he's when he's moving around super fast. But oh, excuse me, Blade stabs yeah. uh, dab stab yeah, him he, in the chest. He only moves around super fast that one point, and it was for no reason. <laughs> yeah, because he he's still uh, fighting him and he's talking hell of shit. Um. How did they? Oh no, no. He uh, when they were way up at the top, um, they uh, they took his sword and they took his little um, those little uh, blue um, little serum blow explosion things that uh, Whistler and, and Doctor Karen made uh, because uh, there's his, his he got his sword he pulled it from the from the wall, but those little uh, blue bullet type things fell into this crack. And uh, he sees him, and uh, uh, Deacon just thinks it's uh, the serum that he needs to take. But then uh, Blade throws his uh, sword up there, and you guys know that it, it it does that little thing; it twists, and then it opens back up. Uh, he threw it right in the crack where those little uh, blue—I uh, guess they're darts or something. He pulls them out, and then he just starts throwing them left and right, all at. Uh, Deacon, um, it it happens so fast you really can't tell because they just <laughs> the camera's just shaking all over the place and it looks like there's five of them uh, that are stabbed uh, into Deacon. Yeah, some motherfuckers always tries ice skating uphill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blade's got one last one. He flips it in the air and does a spin kick and kicks it right into uh, Deacon Frost's head. And this is. Of course, with the with the the vampire blood and whatever serum they made. Again, the CGI doesn't look the best, but it it looks awesome. <laughs> so whatever it is, it just makes uh, uh, Deacon turn into this big puffy, fat, bloody thing, and then he just explodes. And then uh, that's the end of uh, Deacon Frost. He looks up to the very top, and Karen's up there, and he tells her, let's get out of here. So where was this place at, anyway? It was underground somewhere, but was it under uh, where they had their little archive thing? I have no idea, because uh, it kind of felt like when they got to the top, they were in the desert or somewhere kind of sandy. All right. So I, I don't know. <laughs> You never really see how anybody gets around anywhere. I mean, because uh, the did they use those little things uh, uh, other times as well? Oh, he uh, when they were fighting in the in the uh, in the penthouse. Yeah. When when he was in the hallway, he he used one on uh, one of those dudes, and he turned all big and fat and blew up. Yeah, and CGI wasn't great there either. Oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> So I mean that was pretty much the end of the movie, but then there's a uh, a scene where was it Moscow that came across yeah. the bottom? Yeah. And then he he's in there. We see a little uh, neon sign. And it's a sign of whoever's vampire club that is. And uh, what does he say to the? Uh, he's Blade is speaking Russian all of a sudden, and he says something to him. What does he say to him? Uh, I don't know. Says something. I don't know. I guess he's getting ready to kick kick their ass. <laughs> but um, let me see. I think that was. 
Damn. It's called Russia. Let me see if okay, here it is. Ending scene. Uh it's snowing in Moscow where where I assume that's where they are. And uh he sees the the club or whatever. It's um that one little area where uh, Arnold was in Red Heat. I can't remember uh the place, but it's snowing hella hard. I wouldn't wanna be in Russia during the winter, but um we see a couple walking in the snow. Uh they don't know what's going on. We see the little emblem of the They're speaking Russian. There's a guy and a girl. She's she's asking where are we going. He's telling her it's a surprise. And then uh he's the vampire. He's getting ready to bite her. He's speaking vampire. And then Blade Okay, here's Blade. He's speaking Russian. Catch you at a bad time, comrade. And then that vampire goes running at Blade. And then Blade pulls out his sword, and then, then the movie's over. Ooh. I wish uh, they would have continued uh, from there. But, uh, well, I guess they did in the second one, right? Uh, I think so. Isn't that where they... Yeah, that's where, it's where. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, don't want to just jump right into that one. Um, but uh, Blade, Brian, what, what are you gonna give this one? Um, I have to. I know I, I shouldn't <laughs> hold it against it, but I have to take a little bit off for the CGI. But I love this movie. This is my favorite out of the trilogy. Wesley is the, this is one of his most iconic roles right here so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it a 9.5 yeah I'm right there with the exact same score uh, for the same reason the CGI wasn't the greatest if we would have done this show in 98 it would have been a 10 oh yeah but a million years later and CGI is just so much better but then again this was Late 90, 90s CGI. It wasn't uh, American Werewolf in London crappy, shitty CGI, but I mean, it was still good. It, it was amazing to us at the time. Have you guys ever covered that movie yet? Uh, American Werewolf in London? No. Uh, oh, Paris. the original? In, uh, no, in Paris. Oh. No, we were going to, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is that the one where they they bungee jump from the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Yeah, fucking goofy ass. I think I seen it once, only when it was when I first saw it, and then I just it was hideous. It was a slap in the face of the first one. Yeah, last time I seen it was when it came out in the theaters. Yeah, that was the one and only time I've seen it. Oh, that movie was bad. Uh, Anyway, so. Yeah, nine and a half, uh, only for uh, the the CGI that just did, didn't didn't hold up. But it, it, it was uh, late '90s CGI, so I mean, you just gotta take a half a point is it's it's not much, but it's still uh, it's still uh, it takes it off for the, the how crappy it looks now. But 
the 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 film is awesome. Uh, when it's not CGI, I thought all the fight scenes, the choreography, uh, was awesome. Every time Blade uh, was kicking ass, and every time he pulled out a sword or whatever kind of weapons uh, that he used, I thought it was awesome. But yeah, definitely a nine point uh, five for me as well. Alrighty, everyone, let's uh, dive right into. Um, shit, when did this one come out? 2002. Uh, March, yeah, March 21st, two, 2002. And we're going to got to continue with uh, Blade 2. Godlikes! Last time he fought against his sworn enemies. Stop! This time he will fight with them. We will bring your truce. To destroy a new breed of terror. You want me to hunt them for you? Calling all freaks! No. Not know who you are messing with! Wesley Snipes. Blade 2. Bizarre. Starts Friday, March 22nd. Exploding from the pages of Marvel Comics comes a thrilling follow-up to the blockbuster Blade. Half man, half vampire, and consumed by a desire to avenge uh, the curse of his birth and save the human race from the blood-drenched Armageddon. In this newest action-packed adventure, Blade is forced to team up with the very vampires he hates in order to overcome a new type of monster which threatens to eradicate both races. Um, I did not realize this was directed by uh, Guillermo del Toro uh, until, really? until it was over. I had just totally forgotten about it. Uh, let's go over to IMDb real quick. Um <laughs> What does this one say? Blade forms an uneasy alliance with the Vampire Council in order to combat the Reapers who are feeding on vampires. Okay. Uh, this stars uh, Wesley Snipes as Blade. Uh, Chris Christopherson's back as Whistler. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Hellboy himself, Ron Perlman as Rembrandt. Uh, Lenora Varela as the Nisa. Yeah. Uh Daryl Norman Reedus is Scud. Um Thomas Ketchersman, I guess, as Demont Demont Fuck. Thomas Kinos. Yeah, him. Uh <laughs> Luke Goss is uh Nomac. Uh Matt Shizzle as Chupa. Uh Danny John Jules is uh Saad. Oh man, Donnie Yen as uh, Snowman. Really quick, Donnie Yen was wasted in this film. <laughs> I was so bad, I forgot he was in this. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other people in this as well. Oh, oh my God, Donnie Yen! Uh, I was super excited when they, when they when they showed him. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot he was in this. Didn't it feel like he carried his sword more than he used it? Yeah. I think he used it once. And it wasn't even that much. But, oh, man, I I love this movie. It was, I'm, gonna say, I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was, um, there was way more action in this one. There was a, a lot more characters. Uh, it wasn't just Blade and whoever the vampire guys he was fighting. There was... Uh, a whole crew uh, of vampires 
Uh, but uh, they were. What were the uh, the um the other vampires called, or the the, the Reapers? Yeah, those guys. Uh, they were uh, a a new a new breed uh, of vampire type things. Uh, I thought they looked pretty sweet because uh, in the beginning of this is when uh, uh, what's his face? Um, what was the the main guy's name? The main. Uh, uh, it was uh, Jared Nomack. What's his What's his real name? Uh, the Lillard actor. Goss, that was his name. Yeah. All right. We see uh, this hobo-looking guy. He's going into a, uh, a blood bank. <laughs> I assume because they were they were doing uh, stuff like that. Uh, giving blood because there was one guy going, yeah, man, they, they even pay cash and all this. So uh, this is supposedly uh, two years after uh, the first film. And uh, they end up, uh, they're going to Prague and uh, Blade was searching for, for Whistler. Uh, it says who was thought to, to have died after being attacked by Deacon Frost. Again, we'll get to that in a second. So, yeah, so... Um, he the no Novak is that what you said his name or Nomac? Nomac. Okay, so he's down there uh, with these uh, these other vampires, and they're like, okay, yeah, we we did your blood test, and we just got some things we want to ask you. They end up taking him into into this little uh, like a private cell or something, and they were gonna, uh, I assume, just drain him of his blood or, or whatever, because when he's there and they're and they're telling him what's going on. Um. What what did I? God, fuck, I can't remember. What did, what did they tell him before he attacked them? Uh, damn, I can't remember. Um, shit. I, I just remember when he went in there. Uh, they they were getting ready to strap him down, and he started laughing, and then, uh, he bit that one lady, and then he ended up killing. Well, there was. A lady in there, and I think there was two other guys, and then he they ended he ended up killing all three of them, and uh, that that was the beginning of the movie. But then we go to uh, Prague, and uh, Blade is uh... at this point we don't know why he's there. He he we just I just figured he was he was there just to kill more vampires. But then once he gets in there, after he takes out a lot of them, he uh, he finds uh, Whistler. And Whistler's floating in like this. Uh, was that blood he was in? I think so. Like a, a tank of blood. And uh, he's like submerged in it. And he, after he took out all these other dudes, he uh, breaks him out. And then he takes him, I assume, back to America. I don't know how he got there, but all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just kind of gloss over that whole yeah. part. Okay, here, here's they do show a flashback when uh, Blade gives Whistler the gun from the first one, and then we hear the gunshot. So did he? They didn't say anything about this. Did he just not shoot himself or? Uh, originally, I thought he shot himself, and he may have turned. 
when he shot himself, but then I was like, well, they have silver nitrate in the bullet, so that would have killed him still. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he couldn't do it or something and just kind of shot in the air. I just thought maybe he was going to, but then was passing out and just fired it. So I don't know. You guys yeah. come up with your own way on how he didn't uh, <laughs> kill himself. But so did he, this, they didn't show any of this or, or mention anything about it, but uh, Whistler became a vampire. He wasn't full vampire, but he, he was there. He, he turned into a vampire. Did they go back and get him, or did he get out and someone capture him? I'm going to say that's a good question, because Blade's coming to them. As far as they know, they killed everybody, so why would they go back to his lair? Yes, I, I don't know. either. But then he was strapped up, too. Well, I guess he unstrapped him, because then he handed him that gun and I guess he would have. I I don't know. I mean, they they there's there's no explanation on why he's still alive or how they got him. Sounds like plot holes. <laughs> so I mean, they they don't touch on it. He doesn't. Uh, I don't even think Whistler knew where he was. I think he he no. might if if he didn't walk out of there, maybe he just woke up uh, wherever it was. Uh, and I don't know how long it takes to get back to L.A. from Prague, but. Uh, somehow they got back, and uh, yeah, plot holes, everyone. Because he brings. Did he go ahead? Did he ship his car to Russia? <laughs> Either that, or I don't know. <laughs> and that at least would take almost twenty-four hours to get back to uh, L.A. Uh, shipping your car and uh, everything else. Um, because wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was this the motorcycle scene? Yeah, in the beginning. Were they in Prague yeah. or were they back in America? Uh, I think they were in Prague because nobody was speaking English. Uh, okay, it says unbeknownst to Blade, a pandemic known as the Reaper virus is spread throughout the vampire community. Effective vampires are turned into reapers. Mutation of vampires immune. Most vampires weakness who kill humans and turn any vampires they feed on into reapers. Unable to contain the reapers. Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> it just goes, it yeah, goes into other things. Er, earlier it says uh, uh, Blade discovers Whistler is being held at a vampire safe house after returning to their headquarters. Blade uh, gives Whistler an antivirus vampire serum to revert him back to human. But I, I, that's, I felt they was in a different country. It's, it's not saying here, but nobody was speaking English. So, okay, well, I guess they, I think they, he set up camp over there. I think him and uh, Scud just went. I, I I assume that's what they did. Uh, maybe they found out uh, where uh, he was and said, "All right, let's let's go over here." Because uh, it said it it was it, it was shot in the 
Prague in the Czech Republic, and then they did some stuff in London. So all right, so I assume he packed up his gear and they went over over there, uh, and they they set up camp. All right, that seems uh, a little more legit than bringing him back to America, and unless he's got a blade jet or something, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> unless they can fly and they just didn't show us, but. Uh, anyway, so yeah, because the, the it, they uh, <sighs> did he take Whistler back to uh, D- D- Daryl to Scud and then go back and they had that motorcycle scene. No, that was before uh, he got Whistler. Oh, okay, so that was uh, uh, when he showed up, and then because uh, I like that he he took out those uh, that one. Well, he was going to kill that one fat guy with long hair, but he ended up letting him go. But he killed uh, those other dudes on the bikes, and then he jumped on a bike. And I, I love this scene because he was going full speed uh, at his car, and then he stopped, slid, looked at it, get blew it a kiss, and then <laughs> took off again. So I thought that was <laughs> awesome. So he's rescued him, took him back to his lair. Uh, I assume pumped him up with the same stuff that they gave uh, Dr. Karen. I want to know what happened to her. I think that would have been better to bring her along. Yeah, I think they said she's the one that came. She this this version of the antivirus uh, she came up with. Okay. So, because they um, he pumps them up with it, and uh, he tells uh, Whistler like, "Look, um, I'm gonna put you in this room, and uh, when the sun rises, these vents are gonna open, or these shades and if." If you're human, you're gonna be all right, and if you're not, you're gonna shh, you're gonna turn to dust, like uh, the other vampires. But this whole time, Scud is like, man, what are we doing? Why do we have him? He's 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 just gonna slow us down or whatever, because Scud just didn't want nothing to do with Whistler, because he was the new Whistler and everything. He was helping Blade with all all his equipment and all that. Um. And then we just go right to the next morning, and then the whistler's all good. Cause yeah. He kind of tell because oh. he he really doesn't even remember. Because they ask him, "Do you know what happened?" He's like, "Nah." Go. They just they drug me here. Yeah, and I think he they tell him how long it's been because he doesn't even know how long it's been that he's been turned. Yeah. So. Um. Oh, okay. So they're they're in their their little lair and they're talking, uh, and everything, and they're doing the introduction between Scud and Whistler, and then the the alarms go off, and uh, they're they're like, oh, someone's here because they 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 have the little heat or the I guess they weren't heat seeking because vampires don't have no uh, heat in them, but uh, they see that there's someone's broken in and. Uh, the CGI in this wasn't the greatest either, even in uh, 2002. Uh, <laughs> I, I did like the whole ninja thing when they were swinging from the rafters. I, I thought that looked cool. But once they come down and then Blade is already, once he starts fighting with that one, when they're flipping and flying around, that just didn't look good at all. Look real cartoon yeah it kind of just reminded me of that scene in the matrix uh in the second one when he was fighting all the agent smiths oh when he was swinging around the pole yeah 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 it it didn't it was neat i mean i I liked when 
Blade and uh, this other character was fighting with the swords and everything, but it just the CGI wasn't the greatest. So once they kind of stopped fighting is when they introduced themselves. Um, what were their names? Um, it was uh, Nat. No one. N- either NASA or Nisa. I think it was Nisa, and the other guy was Assad. Oh, I would say it was the black guy. So she's explaining to them uh, why they came to uh, see Blade. We, we need you uh, to help us uh, fight this other thing. Because that did he t- did she tell him right in, here and there, or did they take Blade back to their lair and tell him? Because she did tell him we need your help. Um, they, yeah, because they gave him that little scroll thing, and I guess it, I guess he knew what that was, and so they went. Uh, him and Whistler, and I think Scud, they all went, and uh, that's when they met uh, Dom Domoskinos, I believe is his name, and he was like one of the head vampires, and they basically break down the whole Reaper virus and like. Blade's basically like, you know, what does this have to do with me? And he's like, they just don't feed on uh, humans. They feed on vampires and the virus is spreading quickly. Yeah, because she did or he told him uh, he told him, he's like, yeah, he goes, um, he, they're out there doing this and it's uh, it's really quick on how their virus spreads once they once you get bit. And then that's when he goes, well, he he goes, well, they're they're doing the job for me. Well, what do you need me for? And then they're saying, well, once he wipes out all the vampires, eventually they're going to turn to the humans. So yeah. that's when Blade, like, all right. And I like when the one guy walks in, and he's the one guy that's explaining stuff. And he was like, are you a vampire? And he's like, no, I'm worse. I'm a lawyer. Who was that guy? Was that... um? He's always a bad guy every time I see him. Um, yeah, he was. Not that you're even gonna list him on here. I remember he was one of those Nazis in uh, Outpost. Did you see that one? Yeah, he was the the one that they found first, and then he's been in a ton of other movies where he's always the bad guy. But yeah, they they explain to him what's going on and and how uh, we're we're going to join forces and we're, we're going to try to defeat all these guys. Cause they said, if we don't do it quick, there's going to be thousands of them uh, running around. So this is when they go, well, who's going to help me. And then this is when we're introduced to uh, Ron Perlman and, and, and the gang, what did they call them? The, the blood pack. Yeah. And they said, yeah, these guys have been training for uh, the past couple years. Uh, to to basically fight blade because that's what he said they go yeah these guys these guys were trained to uh to kill you but since we're you're working with us we're gonna we're gonna try to kill these uh what were they called reapers they were we're gonna yeah. kill them so blade is kind of like eh, all right scud is like dude what are we doing well why are we helping them the same thing with the whistler why are we helping these guys and then blade is like well we got it. We got to do what we got to do to uh, try to stop them. So, but I mean, 
you can see Scud and Whistler are, are don't really want to be on board with Blade. He's as well. He doesn't want to do it too, but uh, he understands that that he would have to. Uh, but when we're introduced to everyone, uh, the camera kind of goes around and they start saying who's who. And uh, this is when Don, when I saw Donnie Yen, I was like, oh yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he does nothing. Did he even have any lines? Uh, he's, it says here he's supposed to be a mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm probably going to say because of his English at the time. Yeah, it wasn't uh, the greatest then. But all right. I mean, he, he served his purpose for the little bit of screen time he had. But uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Schultz. Uh, Chupa. Chupa. Ah, that was fucking uh, Vince from uh, Fast and Furious. The, the first one, and then whatever other one when he came back. Uh, fast Fire, R.I.P. Vince. Uh, I, I didn't like him in the first movie, and he kind of made up for it in, in the fifth one, but he was an asshole, and he was like the exact same character in this one, uh, ex- except for he didn't uh, he didn't have the dumb haircut he had uh, in this one. I think he was the bad guy in Transporter. Was he? I think so. I don't really remember that movie. We might have to watch. Might have to watch those. You know, I've never seen that that reboot one. Reboot of Transporter. Yeah, with a di- Yeah, there was a different guy. Yeah, he was the villain in Transporter, the first one, and there was a. Yeah, the Transporter refueled. Oh, it oh. came out. Came out in uh, 2015. I only saw the first two. I didn't. Was that the third one when they redid it? No, there was one more with Jason Statham, and then they did a. The fourth one was a, a reboot, and it's uh, that dude from uh, Deadpool, Ajax, the the villain. I, I don't know. I would have to find out who. I don't remember. I don't, I don't, did I see the third one? I fall. I I don't like the third one. I I've fallen asleep every time I've watched it. I even fell asleep in the theater watching it because I, I remember my my wife waking me up, telling me the movie. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I didn't even know there was a third one. Unless I did see it, I don't know. I get them all confused. For some reason, I get those movies and Crank confused. Those uh, oh, those movies. We got to do Crank too. I like both of those. <laughs> those those yeah. are awesome. Uh, but so anyway, so they 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 team up uh, with Blade and uh, the Blood Pack. Of course, Ron Perlman's got to be the asshole uh, of the bunch. Um, geez, again, I just watched this. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, did they go in? Where did they go to first? No, uh, well, right before uh, they leave. Uh... Ron Perlman's mouthing off to Blade and then Blade puts that little detonator in the back of his oh, head, right. sticks it in his head, and he has a little switch on him at all times. And I think after here they go to, we get another, basically we get a rave, like the first one, but times ten. Oh, that's right. They go there to the to the House of Pain, is what they call it. Some yeah. big nightclub. Same thing, have vampires in there and armed security walking around and uh, obviously no one gave a shit about them because they all came walking in no. full full weapons out and everything 
and no one cared. <laughs> so because they were looking for uh, what there was a no, what's his, what's his name? The uh, no Mac. Okay, they were looking for him. They see him in there, uh, still dressed up as a hobo with the hoodie, and then they go running. Uh, did they go downstairs and they had to fight with him? Yeah, they kind of split up. Uh, Blade and Nisa go check other stuff, and everybody else is like kind of checking the crowd in the club, and that's when you start seeing uh, other Reapers pop up. And for some reason, are they all like dressed the same? I look like it. They're all like they all got little jackets and little hoodies, yeah. and oh, that's right. Be- like, that's weird. Because they uh, once they seen him, uh, Hellboy and, and those guys all started opening fire on him. And didn't and yeah. not care who was in the way. <laughs> they were just they, they were just fired in every direction, hitting the people that were there dancing, and they didn't care. <laughs> yeah, were were they pure bloods? Because they kind of just said, I, I know one one of the blood pack was just kind of like, as far as everybody there, he can just say fuck them all or something like that. So were they pure bloods? I assume they were. Um. And I also and I also felt like I, I felt like the Reapers recognized who they were, and nobody else did because uh, you would think they would know Nisa because she's like the 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 head vampire's daughter or something. She's royalty. I I assume. I mean, because they they just went in there first, just looking, and then when they found them, uh, that's right. Blade and Nisa saw. Um, no max so they they run after him and then everyone else upstairs that's when they started seeing all the other reapers in there and they started opening fire and just whoever got in the way of the of the, of the gunfire was dead cuz they were all just bodies were dropping and just dis- disintegrating so they were downstairs um did they did blade and them fight with some before they found that uh the little uh, opening yeah, they fought some, and then the, that's when they meet um, Nomak. And then while this is happening, uh, what is that fucking guy's name and his little little redhead chick? Uh, Valor Valor Lane Verlane and Lighthammer. They have the little. They run into some in the. I guess they would look like a kitchen or something. I think so. Can't remember. So basically, there's like we're cutting it all different scenes throughout this building where they're fighting these Reapers. All right, it says right here they encounter the Reapers and discover they are much stronger and tougher uh, than normal vampires. Because when they were shooting at them uh, with all their little special bullets, because Whistler, before they went in there, Whistler was saying, okay, this has got silver nitrate and this and this and that. And they were, when they were shooting, they were hitting them because they were riddling them with, with bullets, but. I mean, nothing would happen. Uh, and it says, Nomak arrives and holds Nisa hostage. When Blade arrives, Nomak asks him uh, why they are fighting as they both hate vampires. However, as once vampires have been killed, the Reapers will simply move on and kill the human. Okay, there we mentioned that. Blade attacks Nomak. Blade strikes Nomak with an anti-vampire weapons, but the effects are minimal. All right, so when... Uh, uh, Nomad grabs uh, Nisa and he, he that's why he goes to tell him he's like why are we fighting each other and he goes we should uh, not join forces but um, 
we're both killing vampires. Well, why are we fighting? As in no Mac and Blade. Um, but uh, Blade knows that once they kill all the vampires, they're, they're going to turn on the humans and then eventually go after Blade. So they that they're they're underground uh, under this club place where everyone else is getting riddled with bullets upstairs. Uh, but then uh, what did uh, Blade hit him with? Because and, and it didn't work. Did uh, he shoot him with the sunlight, the UV thing? Okay. Because that like, because that seemed to be that seemed to be the only thing that's working on the Reapers. Yeah, because all the the little weapons that that they had that they were using, none of it, none of it was doing anything. Yeah, because they find out that they they can't go for the chest because the their their the virus mutation had created like a, a kind of a plate a bone uh, over their chest that protects the heart. Yeah, because we didn't find that out until after, I mean, after uh, uh-huh. Nomad gets away, uh, they find, uh, so they were trying to search for an entrance on, on how they got into that place. And downstairs they found uh, some kind of, uh, I guess, entryway from, from the sewers or whatever. And there was one of the Reapers uh, was stuck in, like his arm was stuck stuck in it. So they uh, they took him back to to their lair wherever they were working uh, together, and that's when they did an autopsy on him and uh, opened him up because they they were checking his mouth and everything. And then when they opened up his chest, it didn't even it, it was all they were human before or vampires or whatever. Maybe that's how vampires are are built, but the organs inside those reapers, none of it looked like how it should look in there and yeah uh their heart was uh encased in like bone and it wasn't in the center of the chest it was off to like uh to the left side of of their chest because when they were opening up moving things around they saw that there was bone around it and she tapped on it and uh they said but he goes you can get you can get at it from the sides they said but straight on you you couldn't do it because all that bone was right there did they open his mouth? Yeah, and that's when they uh, drop the blood in there and, and says it's it's dead, but it's still alive, basically. Yeah, cause that's right. She the uh, the Nisa, the vampire. She slid her finger and then and just one drop of blood onto I don't know what that was inside of inside the inside the chest of of that reaper, and it all just started moving. Um. I think they found out the 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 mouth stuff later on. They I don't think they they talked about it right here. I think they were just more fascinated with what uh, the insides looked because they were trying to figure out on how how to kill them because none of the weapons that they had, all the high tech stuff they had, wasn't wasn't doing anything. I mean, because the yeah. bullets wasn't stopping them, getting cut and all that wasn't stopping them. Uh, beating the hell out of them wasn't doing anything, so they figured that something. And now, yeah, Blade was the one that figured out that the the sunlight and the UV light would uh, knock them out. Um, after- and mentioning real quick, uh, they lost one of the blood pack. It was uh, that guy Priest and um, Lighthammer. He he got bit by one, but he's not telling anybody about it. 
How did that first guy? Did they did they just attack? Did they attack him and then just all yeah start chewing him up. Oh, that yeah. was he the guy laying there and he said shoot me and did they shoot him? You the they kind of I don't know because Brown Perlman was being an asshole and he kind of like sliced off half his head. Oh, that's right. He was like still alive. Okay, <laughs> that was that one dude with the long hair. All right, I remember. Yeah, because uh, he cut it. He cut his head off and it fell. And I think, um, yeah, he walked up and shot him. And then he just, because he, he disintegrated. I don't know why his head didn't, but all right. <laughs> so after they lost him, and which which one of the guys got bit? Uh, Lighthammer, the, the big dude. Yeah, he looked like a, a dude from. Did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> a dude from New Zealand. He looked like he had that tribal stuff that they put on their on their faces. I don't know. I, I could yeah. be wrong. He did nothing throughout this movie, and the chick that was like his, I guess his girl, uh, the redhead, she did nothing. And I'm reading here, it it would have been interesting if they would have mentioned this. I guess in the, the originally the script said she was the twin sister of Raquel, which was uh, Tracy Lord's character in the first one. Okay. But they really didn't give a background on any of the blood pack. No, they just said these are the guys that we trained to to hunt you down but since we can't we're, we're using them on there yeah and they're kind of fucking weak if you honestly most of them were weak yeah I mean they didn't do anything even the one guy that got bit with his big giant hammer he didn't he hit like one of them <laughs> that, that was he didn't do much with it he didn't even kill him when he hit him no and I don't I mean <sighs> When he, because he got bit good, and because once yeah. once you get bit by those things, they they pump in whatever their venom is, uh, because uh, later they find out when when the when their mouths open, because it, it like splits down the center. You can see the scar on the on the bottom of their chin, and their mouth opens up like um, like how predator's mouth opens, and then their their uh, I don't know if it's their tongue or something that comes out that. Uh, bites you and then that's what pumps in uh, whatever venom they got um cause he lasted at least a day after getting bit yeah cause uh where they go next is uh they go into the sewers looking for Novak but this time they go during the day because uh they're, they're trying to use the sunlight against the the reapers yeah, because they 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 go down there, but before they go in there, um, Whistler and um, what's Daryl's name? Scud. They uh they come up with these um little uh, UV light uh, grenades. They they said yeah. there's like a little ten second delay. It's about the size of a baseball, and then once it opens up, there's uh I think like about five different portals uh, of light that just shoots out super bright. So they were saying that just be careful with these and get out of get out of the way when if you set one off because they 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 had a bunch of them that they turned into one big bomb and then they kind of distributed the rest of them out to to everyone else. Uh, okay, that's right because they went back to that uh, to that club down into the basement to where that the, where they found that one reaper that was stuck in that little the door that came down. And they opened that up because they, they said, yeah, look around for a level to open the to open that up. So when they opened that up and that's when they all went down into the sewer. 
the whole blood pack uh, with, with Blade was um, Whistler with him too. Yeah, that's right. Because he had, he has a little uh, little confrontation with one of the blood pack later. Oh, that's right. And uh, the Daryl, he's the only he's on, well, just, just call him Daryl. Daryl is upstairs or up in the uh, in their little. Uh, uh, the little van they had, and he—he's kind of the little headquarters that that's communicating with everyone. So they're rolling around there trying to uh, figure it out. Oh, uh, they also made uh, some kind of like spray that uh, attracts the reapers. I can't remember what they called it. It was like a pheromone. Yeah. So they were saying that we'll spray this, and because uh, they were like, "Well, how are we gonna find them?" They said, "Well, we got this, and they're gonna come to us." So that's when. Uh, they only use it like once, and that was yeah. I think they kind of turn like I I just remember one scene somebody had like left it on and kind of threw it, so it was just constantly spraying. Yeah. Um, was it Blade or Whistler? I think it was Whistler. He he yeah. set it down and just like left it on, uh, and it was spray. Oh, that's right. Whistler did it because he was fighting with. Um, Chupa. Yeah, he was fighting with the Chupa, so he opened it up, and then he was basically bringing all the the Reapers to him. Uh, because when they're walking around in there, I mean, Whistler's human, and he he can't see in the in the night in the dark. Uh, they end up giving him uh, some little um, night vision glasses to walk around in. But then they get it. They he starts getting it into uh, with Chupa, and they tell him like, "Look, one of your guy, one of our guys is di- is dead." So now one of you guys got to die. So that's when uh, it was uh, Hellboy and Chupa were uh, messing with him. And Hellboy took off, went some other other direction. But when Chupa was throwing uh, Whistler around pretty good. I mean, it, Whistler was trying to fight, but you humans can't fight. Vampires are too strong. Uh, this part sucked. Uh, well, before all this, Donnie Yen got some action in uh, for a second. Because he pulled out the sword and he was kicking ass uh, for a little bit, but then when they were down in the in the sewers, um, oh he didn't he didn't get attacked by them. He got he got killed by the uh, the other dude. What was the big guy's name with the hammer? Um, uh, light hammer. Yeah, because he by this time he had turned. Yeah, because when uh, we see Donnie end down there, like he's ready for action, and then when we see him again. He's laying on the ground, dead, and that uh, light hammer was chewing him up. I was like, what? Yeah, you don't even really, you don't, oh gosh, this might have took some points off of this movie because yeah. <laughs> you don't even give Donnie Yen a good death scene. We don't even see him. It's like in the dark, and we just see him laying there. So I was kind yeah, of. And, and then light hammer chases uh, his chick, and like a dumbass she she climbs up the the ladder and opens the manhole and all the sunlight comes pouring in and kills both of them she was probably the one that other than priest who got killed in the club she did absolutely nothing i i there's nothing that she did in this movie that made me think she be, uh, belonged to the blood pack at all like the only ones that that, <clears throat> that seemed like they were badass was hellboy uh chupa and Donnie Yen, Snowman. That was it. Yeah. The Lighthammer didn't do much. He swung his hammer around a couple times. 
Um, <coughs> excuse me. Now that chick didn't do anything at all. I don't even think she no. killed anyone. I don't even see. I don't even think she did. Had an action scene at all. And um, I'll, I'll say what's his name did a little something. Uh, Aside the black dude. Yeah, he did some. He did, he did some damage while they were down there. And even when they were up but, in the club, he did some stuff. But yeah. But once they were all down there, uh, Hellboy and uh, Chupa Vince, Vince from Fast and Furious, they they that's when they were turning on everyone. Got while Chupa was fighting with uh, Whistler, and then uh, more Reapers came, and uh, the. Oh, they, they, he had already sprayed some on Chupa before. So he yeah. had it on him already. So that, and then when uh, Whistler lit that one off and, and just kept it going, they all came like out of nowhere. And he kind of escaped and they all attacked Chupa. And then that was it for him. He got chewed up. Uh, I assume they just killed him because he never came back or he didn't turn into one of the Reapers. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they just slaughtered him. Because like a whole bunch of them jumped on him. Uh, that's when we see Lighthammer turned, and then he killed Donnie Yen, and then um, he chased that girl up uh, up the the manhole. She opened it up, killed both of them. Uh, Hellboy was there. What was Hellboy's name? I keep calling him Hellboy. Uh, Re- Reinhardt. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Clay. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Clay Hellboy. What, what you guys know who he is. <laughs> so he um, he got it. He was a. Uh, it was him and uh, no 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 wait wait. Blade and um, uh, Nisa, Nisa uh, were getting into it too because fucking they they they, they were in the sewers like basically in the water, and the. Uh, the the reapers were coming from every direction, but then I like this part because they uh, they were under the water and they came whoosh, jumping up and, and attacked them. Yeah, because uh, what's his name was there with them aside. Yeah, and like a whole group of them just uh, come out of the water out of nowhere and just drag him under. And then because that's right, because when he went under, they just started firing into the water. Uh, I assume maybe trying to kill Assad or, or just trying to kill any of them. Um, again, their bullets weren't doing anything, but I think it was just more just to slow them down. Because when they're in there, they were shooting in every direction, and they were falling and, and taking hits, but they kept jumping up and uh, running after them. And Blade pulled out his sword for a little bit, but then uh, they they realized at that point, I mean, their weapons were just useless to to the Reapers. So <clears throat> uh, Blade uh, he told uh, Nisa just get the hell out of there because he was gonna light off. Uh, the the bomb because uh, Hellboy tried to do it but he couldn't uh, do the switch so he he got the hell out of there he just took off and then that's when uh, he, the blade was like wait where's the the bomb or whatever the light bomb and then he goes oh it's right over there so that's when Blade went over there to do it he before he lit one of them off one of the little grenade things and then took out a couple of them. But when there were so many, so many of them in there in that one little room where all the water was, he opened it up and then he finally switched it. Because he told Nisa, just get the hell out of there. Uh, don't be around when this thing goes off. So, Because uh, Blade just stood there after it, uh, they, I don't know how many, it was in a big box. I don't remember, no, remember yeah. how many were in it. But when it went off, it just like whoosh, lit up 
the whole sewer underground thing because the light was going everywhere. But Nisa must have got for for far enough away to where the the flash didn't uh, didn't bother her. I think I think she kind of dove into the water too. Oh, that's right. I don't see why I couldn't go into the water, but all right. Um, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. It seemed like it, it wiped out most of them right there, didn't it? Or, cause there was more, but it seemed like it took out the bulk of the, the Reapers. Yeah, the, whatever was left, I think, because you remember this is where um, Damaskinos' uh, little crew comes in, and they, they basically uh, take Blade in. Uh, they capture Blade, and whatever, I think whatever was left there, they were taking him out. Oh, that's right. So they took him. And why why did they take or well other than Blade was trying to kill them too? Yeah, you get you get the reveal later from Damaskinos that the 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 he was the one that made the Reaper virus because he was basically he was trying to make a race of vampires that were like Blade, that were able to walk in the daytime and basically fucked up and made this virus. But I think they were gonna since they had Blade, they were they figured they can do it the right way and make this new new race of vampires. Oh, that's right, because they were gonna, they were gonna take his blood again. I mean, Blade's blood is what everybody wants. It's gold. Yeah, because in the first one they had him, they tried to drain some blood out of him. In this one, um, I thought it was a little more ruthless because once they had him on this table, there was these like spikes that came up, and mm-hmm. I assume they were had little holes in it to to suck his blood out. When, when that guy opened it up on the table, like a whole bunch shot out. But when they got Blade, only uh, four of them came out. Two of them shot through his wrists, and the other two uh, shot through his legs. And once they came through uh, his body and, and his arms, there was these little uh, spurs that shot out the side. So it, it couldn't mm-hmm. he couldn't just pull himself off of there without tearing all kinds of stuff up. So... Uh, did they get blood out of him, or was did, did I can't remember if they did or not? I think they got some out of it, but uh, this is when um, Whistler. I forgot how he gets free, but he comes and he he breaks him out and drags him to the. Uh, I guess they got a for some reason they have a fountain of blood, like a blood pool. All right, see, all right. Here's a here's a question. If if they have to drink warm hot blood straight from 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 the source from humans, uh, unless that blood was hot, I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't understand why they had that that pool of blood. Um, I figured it was so we get to the scene and this is the only way they can save Blade <laughs> is a perfectly placed uh, blood fountain pool thing. Yeah, because <laughs> um. Uh, Demonicos, he was the, the, the vampire guy, right? The head? Yeah. He, okay, here's another question. Why did he look the way he looked? Because was he like one of the very first vampires? That's what I took from it. I took from he was old as shit. And have you ever seen the deleted scenes? No, I haven't. I've just seen the movies. Yeah, I've seen like a couple of the deleted scenes. He had like long hair and in, in, in alternate cut. And it looked fucking weird as hell. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I'm just taking it that he's like just old. All right. Um, I assume his his wife or whatever died somewhere. But um, 
he just looked like one of those little uh, monsters for, from the descent because he had the little the pointy ears mm-hmm. and, and everything and the weird nose. Um, because yeah, he did. He he explained it to them uh, what what happened and who uh, Nomak was because uh, Nisa was like when she found out that she found out that that was her brother. She was like, wait, what? And then uh, this Nomak ends up showing up. Yeah, because uh, we forgot um, when because she was questioning her father about Nomak because uh, in that club when she they confronted each other, he didn't kill her. And he gave her that ring. Oh, that's right. And it was like their family, their family seal was on it or something no, like that. No, he gave it to um, uh, Whistler. Remember when when they were? Oh, okay. He he got he came across him, and then uh, he gave him the ring, and then he leaned in and told him. Uh, oh, that's right. What was happening? Because then Whistler, when he hooked up with them, he he mentioned to him because yeah, here's the ring, and and he threw it at him or he handed it to her. Okay. And then he ex- yeah, he right. told her. Uh, who Nomak was and then that's when she okay. confronted her dad and he was like well sorry I fucked up yeah. so when they were trying to escape because uh, there was just there was just no way out there was a uh, more uh, reapers showing up they uh, they they were gonna get in a helicopter and fly off but uh, before they the uh, what the hell was his name Demonicus wait what's his name Damaskinos before he could uh, get out the door. I don't know why no one was helping him. It just seemed like all his boys, his guards, just ran outside and were and were waiting by the helicopter because he was shuffling along. Uh, uh, I know a lot of them got killed by Blade because when he gets out the fountain, he's like all energized. And is this the scene where he slices Warren Perlman in half? Yeah, and gets his sunglasses back, which I thought was dumb. I mean, I was expecting a big fight with them and we got nothing <laughs> so <clears throat> oh we're skipping over parts uh, we get the reveal of uh, Daryl is uh, familiar oh that's right and he's going to uh, oh this is when uh, well this this happened way before all this uh, Blade tried to detonate the the, the bomb on uh, Reinhardt's head uh, Clay from Sons of Anarchy yeah but it, nothing happens and then uh, Daryl's reveals that uh, he's one of the familiars and he he's the one that uh, disarmed the bomb but then Blade said he already knew he was one of the familiars and then he basically blows up uh, Daryl and that was actually a, a neat scene when uh, that, was, that was kind of fucked up Daryl just uh, told told everyone who he was and then second later <laughs> Yeah, I did. I just I like that though. I like how Blade just knew the entire time who he was and who he was working for, and he just went along with it. <laughs> because when Daryl blew up, man, he like blew up, like pieces flew all over the place, and blood was everywhere. So yeah. I thought that was neat because you couldn't see his mark because he had it uh, under his bottom lip, yeah. tattooed on the inside. Because in the first movie, everyone had it like on the back of their necks, but yeah guess that was uh, cool um yeah this was all way before back. he was Daryl everyone <clears throat> yeah now we're back to the scene where he slices uh Ron Perlman in half uh, gets his glasses back the fucking music comes on and then he's just 
going at it through he's going through every single guard they have i mean he's doing he's slamming them he's stomping people's heads uh i believe he suplexes somebody yeah he did he held him up for hell long <laughs> and then brought him back uh well the part i didn't like about this and right before he got his glasses back after he sliced uh uh, Hellboy in half. Uh, Whistler went, "Hey, I don't know how the glasses got way up there, but uh, he throws the glasses down, and it's a crappy CGI slow motion, and Blade doesn't even look. He just holds his hands out, grabs it, and then puts it on. Oh, uh, you mean he didn't really catch the glasses like that? <laughs> <laughs> then he, he commenced to whoop an ass. <laughs> but uh, all while that's happening is is when uh, Demon. Damaskinos and uh, Nisa are dealing with um, Nomak. And uh, how did he kill his dad? He bit him. Oh, that's right. Because it was like that kind of. He drained, he drained him. They had the uh, little emotional speech. Oh, my son, I love you. And we can rule the world. And Nomak was like, mm, all right. And then oh, he bit into him. I assume he just drained him and killed him because he didn't yeah. he didn't come back to life or anything or turn into one of the the reapers. Um, how did Nisa get hurt? She she basically oh. let him bite her. Oh, that's right. He that's what he did bite her because she just at that point she was like, "Well, I can't escape you. Fuck it. Do what you got to do." And uh, he ended up biting her, and then. That blade comes in, and this is when they have the showdown. They were hand to hand for a minute, right? They they he didn't pull out his sword at all. Yeah, they were hand to hand, and they were fucking doing all kinds of moves. And uh, Nomak does uh he jumps off the thing and does like a, a elbow drop and all kinds of shit going on. Uh, how did Blade's uh, sword break? Who had I? Uh. I think he stabbed Nomak with oh, that's it. That's right. And Nomak like hit it and broke that's it. That's right. Because that's right. He did because he he pulled it out of him and threw it on the ground, and then they started fighting uh, some more. Um, it looked cool because it looked like uh, it was Wesley and whoever Nomak is were, were actually fighting, but then they threw in a little bit of CGI that didn't look the greatest. But after all the hand to hand and everything. Uh, them both kicking each other's asses. Blade picked up uh, uh, the the blade of his sword and just shoved it into the side of uh, Nomak because earlier they said the only way you can because you couldn't he you couldn't hit their heart straight on because of the the bone that was covering it. But they did say if you came from the side you can you can get the heart. So that's what uh, that's what Blade did. He stabbed him in the side and he kind of just. I don't know. He was saying something. I can't remember what he was saying, but then he fell down. Did, uh. Oh, he kicked it in some more. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. He... Nomak did, didn't he? Cause... Yeah, because I guess he. I guess he knew he was dying and he just basically finished himself off. Yeah, because he, he got, he got the, the end of it and shoved it in some more and then he just fell over. And then, psh, turn to dust. Uh, Blade goes over to Nisa, uh, picks her up, and she was like, I always wanted to see uh, the sun or sunrise. So he takes her out onto the balcony, and he's holding her. I thought he was going to kiss her, but. 
Boy, don't get romantic at all. <laughs> so they kind of had a little uh, moment for a minute. He was holding her, and then she looked over at the sun, and then just And then... Uh, the final scene was, uh, I'm assuming, back in Prague... Because he kill he shows up in one of oh. them uh, <laughs> adult peep show things, and uh, he um, the 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 guy that he let go earlier in the movie, um, he's sitting there at the little booth, and he's you know, putting his money in, and then the the curtain goes up or whatever, and it's Blade, and he basically tells him, "I told you I'd come back for you," and then he stabs him. He was in. I'm assuming in the head. He was in uh, Piccadilly Circus in uh, London. Okay. Yeah, so that's where we were. I mean, that guy was raw, man. He, because before he went in there, he goes, "Are the girls alive?" And I got last time I checked, you know, like, oh, cool. He went in, started pumping in the quarters. Then he had. Didn't he have like razor blades and shit? I think so. Oh, okay, really quick, going back uh, to to that when they were dan when those uh, the vampires were dancing around the club, two of them was a guy and a chick put razor blades in their mouth, and what was that for? Uh, I don't know. There was some weird stuff going on. There was a, that one scene when somebody was had someone else's back like cut open and doing stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that was going on there. <laughs> well, it, was, it was called the House of Pain, so I guess they were into that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, but anyway, that anyway back to that fat guy at at the porn place. Uh, he shoved in the quarters. He was all getting ready, and he pulled out the tissues. I assume he was gonna rub one out first. <laughs> <laughs> so. The curtain goes up and then blades right there. Uh, yeah, he stabs through that thing and then psh, credits. So, that's it. What do you rate this one? Um, I have to give it a little bit less. Um, I do like it. It's very um, Guillermo del Toro because uh, he uses this vampire design in his TV show that he did uh, that came out years after this, uh, The Strain, and. Um, the only problem is they introduce characters that you just I don't know they were just there they didn't do anything some of them like Donnie Yen I, they made him a mute he didn't say anything he was underused you had big ass dudes like Lighthammer that does nothing and I don't know I just they introduced a lot of characters that didn't do nothing but I like the whole aspect of having to team up with your enemy because there's a basically my the enemy of my enemy is my enemy and I like that whole storyline so I'm gonna give it a eight and a half uh, I'll go up a little um, I loved everything about it uh, CGI stuff wasn't the greatest and uh, yeah I agree with you a lot of these people were there were so many of them they were like wasted they were just on the screen um, but I, I liked it. I mean, I love the first one. I love that one more. But this one, there was like way more action in it. So I would, I would just, I, I'd give it a nine. Um, just, it was almost a ten if Donnie Yen would have did more. Uh, but then again, I had not seen this movie in a in a really long time. So, uh, and like I said earlier, I, I I didn't even remember that Guillermo del Toro directed this. So, but yeah, um, it, it was an awesome film. Uh, I really loved everything that was going on, and I loved the uh, the Reapers the most. I, I thought they were new. I love that that design 
of uh, when their face opened up and that little other thing came out to, that uh, set, sent out the venom and everything. I mean, I thought their design, they looked cool. They all looked like hobos. Um, and I, I just thought uh, they looked badass. And I and yeah. I did like um, Damaskinos on on his uh, his appearance. I, I liked how he looked. Um, it seemed like these guys were a little more organized than the the guys in L.A. No, uh, the council. Yeah, they there was more of them, and they didn't do shit. <laughs> but this guy, it was just him, and he had a whole a whole family and a crew to protect him. So, but they didn't do anything. <laughs> And if that was another thing, if they were the ones that he picked to be the blood pack that can that could kick ass, they didn't do much ass kicking except for no. a couple of them. <laughs> but they would have never lasted against Blade. No, I think he would have went through all of them. I think I think Adam, if they did all fight, the last one standing would have been Donnie Yen because they would have been uh, some awesome sword fighting. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, he did. Donnie and he did didn't show him with fangs or anything, did they? I don't know. He just kind of stood there, holding the sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, wasted, wasted characters in this. But uh, yeah, I, I'll give it a nine for Blade Two. But uh, Blade Three, I do not remember. What do you remember of it? Did you watch it? Um, yeah, I still don't like it. Um. <laughs> Like I said uh, on the last episode, I hate Triple H's stupid teeth in there. Um, I do like Ryan Reynolds because he's basically, as Hannibal King, he's basically Deadpool before he was Deadpool. Um, I didn't like the whole storyline of Whistler having the second family that nobody even blamed. It it, kind of seemed like he didn't know, but then one minute it kind of seemed like he did know. And... um, you get introduced to more characters that go nowhere. Uh, Patton Oswalt's in it. They introduce characters in that movie and then kill them off, like, instantly. And um, I didn't think Dracula was badass. I thought he was going to be badass, but he just kind of fell flat for me. And I think they tried to be funny at certain times with the, with the little... Uh, what were they vampire poodles and stuff like that I thought that was stupid <laughs> right. so no I still don't if I had to rate it um, I'd probably give it a five All right. uh, the war, I thought it was the, the blade blade trinity the war between the humans and vampires continues but the humans best hope human vampire hybrid warrior blade has been framed for countless murders turning popular statement against him uh, the vampire leader responsible for Blade's bad publicity is Danica Talos. That was Parker Posey, who's determined to finally lead her bloodthirsty uh, com- 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 compatriots uh, to victory. Uh, now Blade must team up with a band of rogue vampire hunters, uh, Ron Reynolds and Jessica Alba, or Beale, to uh, save humanity. Uh, all right, I forgot she was in this, too. Uh, Parker Posey. Um, yeah, I, I kind of liked her character. I'll, I'll have to rewatch this one. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably because I've never seen the series. I I watched the first episode when it came out, and I I 
just kind of threw my hands up and I was like, no. But I will watch it. It it is on Tubi the entire season uh, for free. So maybe we will do another episode where we talk about Blade Trinity and the series. Yeah, I mean, I'll rewatch it again. I watched it all when uh, when it aired because uh, I was all about it. Um, I went to the panel at Comic Con for it because uh, I was like Blade the series, but then I found out Sticky Fingers was. Uh, gonna be Blade, so I was like, all right. <laughs> so uh, he's also a little short guy, <laughs> so I was like, all right. Uh, I thought he did good. If you guys know Sticky, um, uh, one of his eyes is crooked, <laughs> so I was I was kind of wondering how that was gonna play out. But he kept his sunglasses on uh, the entire time. So, but I liked what was going on in that. I liked uh, the bad guy in it was pretty cool. Uh, his little sidekick that was helping him, uh, Jill Wagner. Uh, I thought she was good uh, in, in the series. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch it because I, I don't really remember uh, much uh, that was happening. But yeah, yeah, I I'm definitely gonna check it out. Maybe it'll change my mind. Um, yeah, Sticky Fingers is Blade. I just I don't know. I mean, Onyx, I was a big fan of Onyx. Uh, that first album, uh, Back the Fuck Up, was on heavy rotation for me in the 90s. And I just never really seen him as Blade or an action star. It just kind of, I don't even know if he's even done an action movie before then. So I was just like, this is, this is really weird that they just kind of cast him as the lead character. You go from Wesley to Sticky Fingers, which I think he was Sticky Jones or Kirk Jones or something like that when he was credited. Oh, so I don't know. I, I'll give it a try. All right, now I got to see <laughs> what he's done. All I remember him was in Friday, and uh, that movie Strapped. Um, uh, De- Debo's little brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess he was in Leprechaun Six: Back to the Hood. I don't remember that movie at all. Strap was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. With Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, that was the first thing he'd done. It was that TV movie from uh, that was on HBO. HBO. That one was pretty good. Uh, he was in Clockers for a little bit. Uh, looks like he was in Dead Presidents. I don't remember him in that. Um, yeah, he was in that movie Ride. Uh, you ever see Ride? I think I did. I mean, I, as far as action, ugh. Oh, House of the Dead too. <laughs> I remember. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I remember even that. Uh, yeah, Blade the series. There was only that one season, for twelve episodes in two thousand six, and he's been in a bunch of things. But I think what's Vampire Riders? Sounds horrible. Uh, the vampires roam the streets and the vampire hunters must hunt down and destroy the daywalker uh, okay it just sounds like a uh, blade ripoff <laughs> um, kind of interested now I'm going to have to search for that one it came out in 2013 uh, as far as action I think 
that was it. I mean, he's been in a ton of things, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll we'll check it out and uh, see. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Last time I watched it is when it aired. Uh, I was always planning on buying the series, but I don't. I don't even know if they put it out on DVD. I think they did, but I don't know. But uh, Blade and Blade Two, uh, two awesome films. Definitely uh, check them out. They're all on Hulu. And I didn't know that until you just told me, because I went I went other <laughs> means. <laughs> so, I, yes, uh, all three are on Hulu, and the Blade series is on Tubi. What's Tubi? It is free movies and TV shows streaming. Uh, there, uh, have you ever tried Crackle? Yeah, it's like that basically, that where they have a, a few ads playing. Is it like ads throughout or just uh, like two or three times throughout a movie? Okay. It's not that bad, actually. And they, they have like a like when we've been doing uh, over on the horror returns, like our older uh, horror movies, uh, a lot of them have been on Tubi for free. Is there an app and everything? Yeah. Uh, OK, well, I guess I'll just have to put it on my phone. You got to register and everything. You can, but you don't have to. Oh, okay. Um, let's see what pops up. Blade. All right, Blade the series. It's all there. Whoa, there's all kinds of cool things on here. A lot of yeah. stupid movies that I haven't seen in forever. Yeah, they got a whole Full Moon's uh, section on there. <sighs> full Moon. <laughs> oh, snap. Sword and the Sorcerer's on here. Me and Mike were going to do that. We were going to do, uh, oh, it's a riff track one. Damn it. Well, I guess. I think Sword and Sorcerer is on uh, Amazon. All right. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, we better get out of here. I'm, I'm just scrolling down, seeing all these, <laughs> these movies. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is part of the show. Tell, tell the listeners what you got coming. Uh, we just dropped a, uh, a new episode of East Society. It's probably like our shortest episode ever. Uh, we didn't cut any corners. We did everything that we do for every show. I don't know why we went through it so fast. It's not even an hour long, like 45 minutes or something like that. But we hit all the bases on what we usually touch on. Um, but uh, each society's 31 days of horror still going strong. Uh, a ton more uh, to go. I think about another 10. I don't know. Uh, we're almost done with October. Uh, I'm not getting burnt out about them though, everyone. I'm just like trying to scramble uh, with these last few episodes. But yeah, th- those are out. Uh, you can, if you haven't heard any, just go back to Skater Nest Podcast Network and just click on all the ones. They're all they're all labeled uh, 31 Days of Horror, so you can just start and uh, have at it. So, but as far as that, that's all we got going on. And uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, so until next week. Be safe and party on. Yep, and over uh, right here on the Action Returns, um, we got uh, John Carpenter movies coming up next, uh, Vampires and Ghosts of Mars. And as far as uh, the horror returns, uh, we are going to revisit Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2 and be on the lookout for uh, Lance and I. We are doing our 31 nights of horror recap uh, every week so until the action returns everybody stay safe